Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Really? Yeah, go ahead. You supposed to say the next Nah, nah, nah. Supposed nah. To say the next thing. It's all you, bro. Alright, man, never mind. We are back. John Yorga. John George is here. <laughs> I'm in the building. We are back again. Three geeks in the pod. Yes, sir. Back in. How was your weekend? Uh, busy. Busy. I guess we're getting ready for this vacation. I feel like it's bro, every time I have a vacation, it always feels like I got to put so much work in. Like just to, to the days and weeks leading up to it, just to have a good time, to maybe have a good time. Who the fuck knows? Right? right? Not every vacation I've been on has been a vacation. You, you know like running into pirates or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's international waters. Remember, they, they I ran into them, but they ran into me too, dog. <laughs> it is fair fucking game out there. <laughs> Murder like seven pirates and come back and they, can't do they, shit on. I think they got more uh, history fighting on water than you do, sir. Yeah, right. I mean, they might have a better. They might have a better chance. Uh, if we was putting money on it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to put money to do lose that one. Uh, not that I want you to lose, but I'm just saying, you, you know, you never take the not smart bet. <laughs> See, now some shit pops off. Now I got to bring you a finger or something to show you that you was fucking wrong. You better than the wrong fucking color, hey, you finger, bitch. It's a finger. With, it's a fi- Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's, wow. Because the pirate's going to be black, John. That's what they, <laughs> I've been on the road. Nah, man. Red and black, bro. <laughs> I'm saying, like a poker game, fucker. Or like not a poker game. You know, the, the table. You see the table. Like, bastard. <laughs> oh, like, damn. No, but yeah, you bring back the finger. It's got like a ring on it, like it's like a ring of a pirate or some shit, yeah. like a skull ring or yes, something. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. That'd be funny. No, it wouldn't be funny. I hope you don't get attacked by pirates on this cruise. Hopefully not. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, no, if it happens, listen. If that happens, well, well, first of all, folks, I will be looking for new calls. My email list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, man, no, but yeah. So you're ready, you're excited to, to get on this cruise and hit the seven seas. <laughs> seven seas. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's yeah. Cool. Super excited. Y'all got any like is it like specific activity planned out like on just the- one. Just one. I don't know. You ever seen on Instagram on, on you know I mean some of those like vacation pages and shit where you see people in like the clear blue waters, they're swimming, they're eating like on floating trays and shit just eating fruits or whatever and there's like pigs in the background just chilling and shit no my for you page is much no? more depressing okay <laughs> all right but, well, uh, but i need to i need yeah. to get on that apparently. yeah yeah we got that's a, there's a spot similar to that okay. where we're heading is gonna that we got already reserved and shit so. okay so he's gonna be floating floating in the water on eating fruit and trays and shit yeah. <laughs> stuff like that yeah Please. shit like that, okay. shit like that. Yeah. all right all right all right let's play i like that i like that I like that. All right. But Unless then, the pirates get me, then unless yeah. the pirates get, yeah, that's the end yeah. of that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> unless the pirates get me. From Mandarin oranges to fighting the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Saw what you did there. Okay. Okay. Anyway, man, let's get into the shits, man. Unfortunately, we gotta we gotta talk about some sad news. It'll start it off. Legend, man. Legendary actor. I seen this earlier this week. Richard Belzer. Um, 
It was a law and order, right? Man, law and order. So many other things. You know, when I first saw Richard Belzer, when I was actually a fan of him, on, obviously I remember that from Law and Order, but I was not, you know, watching that as a kid as much. You know, I would see it in passing. Right. But what I actually enjoyed him on, um, a lot of people don't realize this, was he was on Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman. He played a detective on that show. And he was a detective in the early seasons who, like, you know, would sometimes give tips to Lois and Clark and, and stuff like that. And he was always smart alecky. Kind of similar to his character in Law uh, so Order and, okay. and, and stuff like so that. So he, he had a he had a, not a role, a specific role he liked to play, no? Yeah, well, yeah. For, or, you know, I don't know if he had played the Law and Order role before then. But this was in the early 90s. You right. know what I'm saying? So it was a similar, it was definitely a similar uh, role. Uh, hold on, I want to see what his character was called. I wasn't quite sure. Okay, I just okay. I didn't want to say it because I was like I thought so, but I you know sometimes these older shows they didn't use the actual characters from the comic books. But actually, yeah, Richard Belzer actually was Inspector Henderson. Okay, he actually was Inspector Henderson on Lois and Clark. He was the original live action Inspector Henderson. Good shit. So he, yeah, but rest rest in peace. How old was he? Do you know? Seventy eight, I think. Oh, long life. Long yeah, long life. But I'm sure you know. Like, Probably not long enough, right? Yeah, yeah. there never is. You know. And Did you know by any chance how he passed? No, no, no. I no. didn't look into it like that. But you know, condolences to his family and friends and co-workers and, and everybody. So, but he was a fantastic actor, man. I really enjoyed his work. Oh, good shit. Specifically on Lois and Clark, not good shit, John. But <laughs> I know you saying good shit to me. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't want to be misinterpreted as I'm trying to wrap it up, like you know, bring this solemn thing to a nice glory. Like, yeah, you know, good shit, man. <laughs> That he's dead fool. Got me stumbling over here and shit. <laughs> Good shit. Like I'm glad you enjoyed his work. I'm just saying, like we was doing his eulogy. You could not end the eulogy with good shit. You're like, alright, you like you don't see get a eulogy. Alright, good shit. Y'all. Anybody's got anything yeah, else to yeah. say? Right. Anybody? No. Nope. Nope. Alright, good shit. Alright, good shit. Alright, good shit. Let me see y'all at the after the, 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 uh, the, the funeral. After Everybody party. Go eat. At the after party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It just gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna go eat and talk about how we all really hated this motherfucker. The one section where you only let like immediate family is like, all right, I catch on the VIP booth. <laughs> oh my god, this should be funny as hell. That's when you really find out because at the funeral, at the funeral and the burial, everybody loved this motherfucker. Everybody was, you know, everybody, ah, everybody, yeah. everybody. <laughs> take me instead. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You get to the feast, everybody start eating that food. That food start to settle for And usually by you about halfway through that place, somebody say, that motherfucker never used to pay you back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, start, they start going in on the old, the old bad habits, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like still owe me $20. Yeah, 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 dirty yeah, fuck. Got a nerve to die when you owe me money. Owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> Got the nerve to die owing me money. Just motherfucker. Look, yeah. I can't kill you twice, motherfucker. You're dead already. <laughs> Motherfucker, ain't take care of kids. Now, nah, well, shout out, shout out to, shout out to a dude though. Yeah, no, we, we, we making light, we no, making light of a situation. No, no, we ain't talking about Richard Belzer. No, 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 hell no, we ain't talking about Richard Belzer. Of course not. We just talking about in general. Just right, around. right. But yeah, you know. But yeah, but rest in peace, Richard Belzer. <laughs> I hate that we had to talk about that, but you know, I wanted to talk about that. It's rest in peace, man. Um. Anyway, let's move on. But uh, Peacemaker season two, I saw this news from James Gunn himself. I love that James Gunn be dropping these. You know, little details here and there. But he dropped details that Peacemaker 2 is actually... Peacemaker Season 2, rather, um, has been put on hold um, because he's working intensively on Superman Legacy and Waller. So Waller will actually come 
um, before Peacemaker season two, along with Superman Legacy. We those are like the you know beginning pieces of this you know DC universe. I like I like that. That shows the importance. No good or bad. We don't know if this movie's gonna be good or bad, right? But it just shows the level of importance that they hold it in. Because I was talking to um, Cam earlier. Shout out Cam. Like, and we were saying like he he was telling me like you know this is their really like their hail mary big shot because it's like. It's like James Gunn was saying, like this is their Iron Man. You know what I mean? This is Phase One, beginning of the Superman Legacy will be like their Iron Man. So it has to, it has to hit. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel, put it on that important level. You know what I'm saying? It's part. I mean, and that you could also take this this news from a different perspective too. Like think about it. Like if if they're making sure this is this gets the most importance, maybe we're going to be seeing some kind of Superman cameo, maybe. And a mm, Peacemaker show or a Waller show? I saw, I saw or at some, least characters that are in the legacy. I movie, saw you know? James Gunn say that we'll have casting, not on Superman specifically, but he was asked, well, we have serious casting news, like, you know, big casting news. And by the end of this year, he said yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we could find out. I saw out, something similar. We could find out who Superman will be. Right. Maybe by the end of this year, which would be interesting. And then Creature Commandos is in production, which I don't know if, no, I don't know if these two things are connected. But I saw that the actor Frank Grillo, who played Crossbones in right. Winter Soldier and Civil War, I saw that he posted on his story that he was like switching universes, going to be working at DC, and people are speculating that he's going to be that he's going to be Rick Flag Senior, you know, playing playing Rick, voicing Rick Flag Senior in the cartoon, and then you know how James Gunn said that if you voice the character, you're, yeah, playing, you're the character. playing him. People are saying that because he does look kind of vaguely, you know, uh, you know similar to uh, the Rick Flag in that Creature Commando show based on that picture. I could definitely see Frank Grillo playing that character based oh, on yeah. how he was animated. Oh, yeah. I can could, I could see him just from his own like resume playing a role like that. You right, know? right, yeah. right. That too, but specifically because they're like, okay, they want the same characters to play in live action. And right. I was like, okay. As long as those conditions stick, then I, I, I'd be okay with, yeah. with this dude playing it. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be interested in see that. And I, and you know, if it's a reboot, you know, this is going to be because in the comic books, there's Rick Flag Sr. and then there's Rick Flag uh, Jr. and stuff like that. And in uh, the character that Joel Kinnaman was playing, the, the two Suicide Squad movies that we've seen, he was playing Rick Flag Jr. I don't know if those movies will still be connected, but this will be Rick Flag Sr. that we're seeing in uh, Creature Commandos. And I like that Creature Commandos seems like it. I'm not sure how they're going to play it, but it seems like it could be like a back in the day, like pre Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Okay, so almost like maybe the progenitor or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So predecessor that, to the, yeah, the to X Squad or whatever to, 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 to Task Force X. Yeah. That could be interesting. That could be interesting for sure. So I'm, so I'm super hyped for that. I'm actually as, as I'm starting to think about it more of the possibilities of it. I'm like, okay, I'm actually kind of hyped for it because a lot of times, like I'm and James Gunn has spoken on this before. A lot of times, because a lot of this list that came out besides Superman and Brave and the Bold and Green Lantern, a lot of the list that he dropped for Chapter One, even though we haven't got the full Chapter One list, we were like, who asked for this? Yeah. But like yeah. a lot of times, it is the stuff that you didn't ask for that hits hardest sometimes, like. Is I'll be honest, I, like I said, I always go back to 2006, 2007, and I heard that Iron Man was coming out, and I was like, who asked for this? Like, I remember, like, that feeling, like, I remember being in the comic book shop, and, like, buying comic books, and the adults in the comic book shop being like, I don't know, like, why leave Iron Man? So, like, Iron Man is alright, but, like, and remember, this was, like, during the time of Civil War, like, the comic books, so he was, like, the most hated character in comic books at the time, because Civil War comic books was like, he was a lot darker, he was more of a you know, a dick to his friends. He's an asshole, yeah. He's a piece of right, shit. piece of shit to his friends. Put him in the fucking negative zone. And she was on some foul shit. I was like, you know, the ballsiest thing Marvel did with that is that they didn't reveal that he was like somebody else. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, he like, was actually Tony Stark. He was actually Tony Stark. He believed in, to, in really, his own hype, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like, 
he was like the most hated character and literally they, they dropped the movie and like turned that whole script around like literally turned into most, one of the most beloved characters of all time so right. uh, hopefully that DC can do something similar with these characters that we haven't necessarily heard of Creature Commandos I'm excited for it that's something yeah, I'm starting to you know, be more excited yeah I'm still under- I, I, you know what maybe it'll Maybe when we get a full casting for okay, it, you know, maybe, okay. I'll, maybe, 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 I'll, maybe my, my opinion will change. I'm a, a little fan bit, of, but. I'm a big fan of DC's Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, I like to see him in the comic books. I, you know, I remember he had a great arc in, um, great, a great arc he had in Batman, and uh, the Batman and Robin series where Batman was trying, was trying to resurrect Damian Wayne. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 got kidnapped, yeah. kidnapped Frankenstein to kind of like see what made his body tick <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I and, remember. And Tim Drake had to save Frankenstein from Batman. Batman was going off the deep end. It was a whole thing, but it was. Frankenstein's just a great character, um, and everything. So to see, 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 see I, to see characters like that, like those minor characters, that to me that's showing like a, a larger, bigger universe that we're going to see with DC this time. I'm very excited about that. I'm about to make a, a side comment regarding Batman real quick. This motherfucker, when he wants something, dog, there ain't no stopping. Yeah, him, ain't dog. no stopping. Yeah, this motherfucker kidnapped baby Darkseid, dog. That shit was crazy. He had Bro, that, you remember that shit? He had that. Back, I'll use him. I love that shit. I love that. I <laughs> he love had that, that little shit. motherfucker on a baby strap with goggles on and everything for eye protection. Dog. <laughs> that this shit crazy. was hilarious. He don't give a shit, dog. When he wants something, he get it, dog. He said, you got to put him down. I'm not going to put him down. You get back and I'll use him. I swear. <laughs> like that. That was, that was one of the hardest panels ever. That was in, uh, was it uh, metal? Uh, yeah, Dark Knight Metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was metal. It was the, it was uh, one of the prequel metals. It was, right, metal. yeah, it was yeah. just metal. It was just metal. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. you can that Frankenstein. He can that fucking baby, baby dark side. Now nah, he don't give a shit, dog. They should have fucking kept dark side as a baby for just a little bit longer. A little longer, yeah, right. Like, damn, I wish he would have stayed a baby. That was that was such a great more time. adventures of him getting kidnapped by different bad guys yeah. to use them for their own yeah, means and shit. That yeah, would have been around around. Yeah, using for his omega beams and they're trying to like maybe turn him good and all that shit. But you know his destiny is to be, be evil, evil and, yeah, and shit. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. But speaking of Batman, man, uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin series is on the way. It's in uh, pre, uh, pre-production. Okay, tell, tell me about the rumors, bro. Tell me about the rumors. I've been seeing it all online. I've oh, been the seeing rumors Instagram, Facebook. This yeah. Oh well, the the, the one of the, like the main rumor that's been surrounding. And I don't know if it's like based on anything, like in terms of like something that's like late or anything, or if it's just like an assumption. Because it's easy. I think it's this, this rumor is easy to assume. But the rumor is that Robert Pattinson is going to be in the series as like you know make an appearance as Batman. We know that the Penguin takes place directly. Like a few weeks after the Batman, and right. from what Colin Farrell says, um, then it would lead into the second. The film. second, it's like how Matt Reeves kind of envisioned it. So, with that being said, I think you would see, you know, Robert Pattinson at some point. That makes sense. Now, has that been confirmed? No, but I think it's a good assumption. Now, that's why I say it's a, but it's definitely a rumor that's floating around. So, right. so this show is going to lead directly into the next movie. So, with, with that being said, is is that putting Penguin on like? Not a pedestal, but is that putting him like higher up the food chain? Like he definitely, the series is definitely about him moving up in the criminal underworld. Right, right. But is he going up the food chain as an as, as a villain? Like is he is he going to be like the not the main antagonist? Right. No, I don't no. think so. Do you think, think we'll see who the main antagonist is for the next movie in this? Mm, that's a good question. I don't you know. know. I, mean? I think this series will mainly focus on Penguin. I don't think it'll like it'll have some world building in it, but I think it'll mainly focus on Penguin. We could get some hints at the other villains. I really think that there's a good chance. Of um, of um, of of Joker being the villain, you think so? Yeah, I think there's a really good chance because, see, when they when they got into the whole like the, the, I was they're gonna do the new DCU and stuff like that. At first, I was like, okay, well maybe that makes uh, them not 
Joker not being so available right away because you know you're going to want to have Joker for the new Batman or whatever. But then they announced Brave and the Bold and it's like, you know, it's sometime in the Batman's career and it's obviously going to have Ra's al Ghul in the movie because Damian Wayne is in the movie and it's going to get into that whole mythology. So I'm like, you're not going to worry about Joker and stuff like that. And Matt Reeves literally teased Joker at the end of the Batman for him to not follow up on that. I just don't. I just don't see it. And everything kind of like flowing and picking up right after. You know, it's not going to be this huge time skip. I just feel like, you know, people want to see Barry Kay, man. They want to see Barry Kay as a, as a Joker. I just think he's going to give it to him. That's my theory. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Even if he's not like the sole villain. Because I could see a scenario where it's like uh, a, a, a rogue gallery type of thing. All right, a couple of villains. Yeah, but led by the Joker. Yeah, I mean, the first movie kind of had like a couple of villains, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like, if it was like, you know, if it was like uh, Joker, Grundy, you know. Like I said, a lot of those villains that have those gimmicks. Yeah, the ones that have like gimmicks. The ones that like, even if you, you know, get, because you could like have Grundy where it's like, yeah, he's super strong and he like looks like zombie-ish, but you don't have to like confirm that he is a zombie. You know, if you want to keep it into that that world of, you know, I don't want really, I don't really say that Matt Reeves' world is like this world based on realism, even though the first movie was more grounded. Like, I just think that that was like, that's the time of Gotham that he's trying to like present. I think, because he talked about doing man bad and shit. So I was like, all right, he's not just like, just like, let's do a grounded movie. So I think he'd be okay with doing like, uh, like something like Solomon Grundy, but you don't even have this, like Solomon Grundy could be this big ass, like mute type motherfucker. Like, it's like super great. And they have this legend of him that he died and, and shit like that he like works for the Joker and then you could have the ventriloquist and Scarface you know what I'm saying these characters with gimmicks this is, we talked about Zaz they, they, they could kind of make up Joker's like kind of gang you know it could, that could be cool like his like his circus trope kind of type of thing you know he has his strong man and Grundy you know there's the knives and Zaz kind of that kind of thing you know what I mean not like a literal circus trope but like his own type of like maniacal thing you know you could that, when that way you could do multiple villains I don't know if I want to see Joker as a main villain just yet. Or, again. It's been a while. Yeah, but I mean... You it's know, been a while. We haven't got it since... 2008. Was 2008. It's been 15 years? Yeah, 15? but I mean... I mean, like, if, you, right. if you just go back to, like, Batman movies that actually came out, you know what I mean, or whatever, that were actually about Batman and kind of just, like, his world, you know, it wasn't that many Batman movies ago. You know what I mean? It was... Okay. You okay. So, you know so and then we Knight just got a Joker movie. It wasn't really like you know really the Joker we're looking for, but we just got a Joker movie. I don't know. You know, yeah. and it likes to stretch out this whole Joker and Harley Quinn shit. It just it, it becomes exhausting. It gets so like you thinking it could be too much Joker. In my opinion, I but mean, then, but then you can say the same thing about Batman. Nah, but people still want to see a Batman movie. Yeah, though. I you see what I'm saying? Real Joker. I'm tired. Of, yeah. I didn't like. I don't know. I know. think. I think it's just too much Joker at this point. I feel like if if they use him, I don't think that I don't think I'd want to see him as the main bad guy just yet. Maybe maybe a B villain, you know, or maybe maybe who Batman's focusing on the whole movie. You know what I mean? And then here comes Joker, just fucking everything up at the end. Mm. You know, surprise, surprise. He's like. Either way, I need to see him in the second movie. I just, I need to see Barry Kane. If not, I need to see him in the Penguin or whatever. You know what I mean? I'd be okay seeing him in the Penguin. That'd be interesting. I'd be okay seeing him in the Penguin. That'd be interesting. But uh, Colin Farrell had to say about the Penguin. We talked about uh, the makeup process for his, uh, which is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. They should have won awards for that shit. But uh, he said the makeup is even more perfected. He said we spent three days in and we start shooting on the 27th or 28th of this month, talking February. Um, hold on, what do you say about the scripts? 
And he said the scripts are extraordinary. So, yeah. The shooting this month, he said the scripts are good. I'm going to definitely check it out. Okay, for sure, for sure. Like I liked his character in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, he sold me. Yeah, because at first, I remember they were talking about this before the movie even came out. And I was like, yeah, maybe they're stretching it. But I saw the movie, I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. I want to see more of this world. But switching gears, uh, jump into Marvel for a second. Uh, let's talk about Deadpool 3. Uh, we don't know too much about the movie, but we know that... Uh, we know we don't actually know who the villain is. Actually, we don't know who the villain is, but we know who's playing the villain. It is Emma Corrin, who played Princess Diana in the Netflix series. Um, I don't know. I think it was called Princess Diana, but, <laughs> but it was about Princess Diana. But she was... A, the Crown, that's what the series was called. She was oh, a, yeah, the docu-series or whatever yeah, that they did on Hulu. Like I think it was a bio, bio, biopic. Series. You think so? I believe so. Oh, okay. It could have been a documentary. Was, I, I could have swore it was a documentary playing, or whatever. She played yeah, it. yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously not really Princess Diana, is it? Yeah, you know? right. So. Yeah, so it's a biopic. Right. But, um... So she played her in the Crown. And, you know, I didn't actually see the Crown. So she a good actor? Or? I didn't see it. Either. Have you seen her in anything else? It was hailed. You know, people were saying it was a great thing. Oh. So I was just whatever. You know, I don't know. I just say this. I Have you ever know. seen her play in anything else? I don't know. Maybe I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not too familiar with the name, like off the top of my head. Maybe I right. have, but I don't know. Let's look at what she's been in. Let's look up what she's been in real quick. Go ahead. Look let's that let's shit look up. up what she's been in. Real quick. in Surprise me, bro. Surprise me. Surprise me. How many Emmys she got? How many Grammys she got? Okay. Come on. I know she got like seven. Okay, well, she's known for being the crown. She's our age. What? Yeah, she's only 27. She, what? Our age? Yeah. God damn, that shit sounds so bad, bro. Our age? Yeah. Where have the years gone? Okay. She hasn't been in many films. She's been in a film called Cesare, Alex's Dream, Misbehavior, The Pet Psychic. Uh, my policeman, uh, Lady Chatterley's lover, and on television. So on television, okay. So this is this, this is not her uh, first. Well, she she played in a show called Grant Chester, two thousand nineteen. But after that, also two thousand nineteen. Apparently, this is not her first time in the comic book realm. She played a character called Esme Winnicus on Pennyworth in a recurring role for the first season, and then that was before she played Diana, uh, the Princess of Wales, in The Crown. So yeah, I haven't seen um, any of that. I haven't stuff. seen none of that shit. But the crown was held as you know something that was really hidden apparently. So, um, you know. Okay. And, and they cast her. And the she's man. the main bad guy in the new Deadpool. That's what is being reported. All right. So I'm, we're gonna see. I wonder who she's playing. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know. Who do you think she's playing? <laughs> you got me beat, dog. I, I looked the girl up. I don't. No idea. Who could she be playing? No idea. They. Who could they be playing? You think? Excuse me. It'd be interesting if she played Death. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Deadpool's always had like a thing with Death, and then he, you know, he jacked me, but Wolverine, you know, Damn. kills a lot. You know what I mean? So I mean, death, I know he's death. had a couple run-ins with Death too, no? I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, death, yeah. And, so. and death can, it's always hard for Death to get both their souls. Yeah. Death because they're similar in their fucking yeah, you know mutation yeah, biology, whatever. Yeah, and Death, Death also. You know, what if you know it's like a celestial type being maybe in this movie has some the multiverse death sees the multiverse kind of yeah. falling apart or something like that I don't know how they maybe, and then maybe we have something maybe they don't show us Thanos but maybe she still had some kind of history with him Ooh. you know what I mean and eventually brings it in and ties it into the main MCU or whatever I had a ooh she was like I had a you know whatever a fling or something no you know? no 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 she was like I had you know four 
how many it was like eight I don't know how many trillions of people in the in the galaxy or whatever and he you know snapped half of them and she was like I had four trillion souls until you know she's like and I still the, didn't love the, him no, no, or the pesky <laughs> you know the pesky Avengers brought them all back or something like that you know something along those lines right you know it's like but yeah it would be dope maybe, maybe they are playing death I, I, yeah, I, mean, I can see it maybe that'd be pretty cool maybe in a corn is playing death that would be interesting let me ask you a question real quick right just cause it was never clear on me I know it's kind of late kind of old so when, when Iron Man snapped his finger and he brought back everybody, right? Yeah. He brought back everybody? Like, even in the universe? Or was he just thinking Earth? No, he brought back everybody. He brought back everybody. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. All right. Just make sure. Well, okay. So actually, he didn't bring back everybody. That's a that's a, that's a That's what Hulk did, right? Hulk, Hulk did. Right, right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. He killed Thanos when he snapped. Yes. Right. Okay. So when Hulk snapped. Yes. My bad. Iron right. Man right. snapped away Thanos in his army. In his army. Hulk brought back everybody. Yes. Everyone Everybody in the guys. Which, you know, that's cool. And I felt like, you know, um, you know, the Russos were saying like that was like Hulk's redemption, you know, kind of for failing in the first movie. And, you know, they thought that was cool. But, you know, Hulk, like with Hulk fans, we want to see a slugfest, man. We want to see. We don't want to see a redemption with a snap. What we should have seen, what would have been cool if he Hulk would have put on that fucking gauntlet and just start whamming on Thanos. Oh, yeah. Like in his army, like, you know, using his strength, you know, world breaker type Hulk breaking the army apart he's destroying the army and then you know he, he gets the gauntlet somehow knocked off or whatever and Tony gets it and uses it to bring everybody back yeah, some kind of you moment know? for Hulk to put the paws back on Thanos dog. Yeah. cause that, that shit was that shit was whack bro yeah but I liked how they did it though Endgame was nice no you know, no it, it was good and I just don't like how what they got going on with Hulk's story yeah. you know what I mean yeah cause it's like Endgame is one of those things where it's like you gotta resolve so much you're not gonna satisfy every, every no, facet no but I think they did really well though they did really good uh, I think they did really Endgame good was really nice I loved that now, my theater experience with that was oh that was amazing. fucking amazing dog yeah, my, yeah so oh, sure. man, that shit was shout out to them <laughs> I feel like that was the closest the world has ever come to world peace in a long time yeah for sure <laughs> yeah and everybody in that movie theater clapping, screaming. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally, crying. Like on your left, Cap, like, uh, No, it was Falcon. when... It was when he... Like, when Captain America picked up the hammer. I oh, yeah. People were like, shook. T- I remember, like, him... I was walking the next thing. I remember Slack walking on the chest, like, five times. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Like, yo! He's fucking picking it up. Like, yo. Knew it was gonna like we had a feeling, but it was just like when yeah, machine, yeah. It was like oh, we knew we knew he fuck. could, we knew he yes. could. We just ain't we were prepared to see it in yes. you know live action. This is just all we saying. Yes. That shit was raw though. Yeah, and I yeah. remember like I literally remember seeing the moment of Spider Man flying through the air. He's got a web attached to Mjolnir, and like he lands on top of a Pegasus with Valkyrie, and I'm like, this is insane. Like the <laughs> MCU started with Iron Man and we just One guy. seen we just saw this crazy shit. Yeah. But Yeah, bro, that shit was raw as fuck where he's just like everybody popped out of the fucking uh the little portals and shit. Captain yeah. America retightened that uh that broken shield around the wound he had in his forearm and he was just like Avengers. I wish he didn't whisper it. I kinda wish he would have raised them there and it would have been like a battle chant. That's one thing I had a little nitpick. I was okay with it, though. I think it was like, because everybody screamed afterward. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, ah, I yeah. think that was cool, but I wish he would have been like, Avengers. You know, like, he would have said it loud, you know, because, yeah, that would have been cool, man. He would just have battle chance. would have been a battle chance. I like the way they did it, though. I think that shit worked. I fucked with it. I fucked with it. Yeah, man. And it was the last time we got to see, uh, 
it was the last time we got to see the GOAT, man, Chadwick Boseman, teaming up with the Avengers. That was the last time we got to see that as well. But, but that was the last time we got to really, you know, see that as well. So, yeah, but that was a great movie, man. But speaking of the Marvel movies, Ant-Man 3 is released very successful right now. It's at $104 million at the box office after the first weekend. And, but the, but it's currently, you know, I don't really get into all this, but like it's currently rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got like 46 or 56%, some shit like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, Which I've been seeing like mad case, mixed reviews though. Yeah, it's kind of, in the case like a mixed reception or whatever. But I'm actually seeing some, some I'm not going to name nobody obviously, but I've been actually seeing people on my timeline like some people thought it was cool, some people are saying that it was, the story was okay, yeah I mean, but the same shit people have been singing for a while now. And some of the effects and shit kind of look whack. The mm. CGI and stuff just wasn't hitting. I have heard that uh, as well. The yeah, most so. consistent thing that I've been seeing people say in their reviews is that Jonathan Majors is the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about yeah, this guy for yeah, sure. Yeah. Him as Kang is like he steals the show and he's like... I've seen people who said like they didn't like the movie but can't wait for like Kang Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. I've, so, seen, I've seen shit like that too, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting. So either way, I'm going to you know see it for that. And I think they knew that going in. They positioned this... Ant-Man movie is like to make it more important they put King in it you know what I mean so it's just you know what like man you know me I've not I've, I've not I've never been a huge Ant-Man fan dog yeah. I mean like not the movie Ant-Man yeah he's always been in my opinion a good side character in somebody else's movie you know? I love Ant-Man I, I especially like Scott Lang I don't really like, I'm not really into Hank Pym like that but I really love that I'm, ju- I'm just talking movie wise you know right, what I mean right, I think right. Paul Rudd does well as like a like an addition in somebody else's movie like he was really good in Civil War you know what I mean I fucked with I fucked with how he was in, uh, what was it, Endgame, mm-hmm. right? He popped up out of the whatever realm he was in and, and was talking about time travel and shit, right? Right. He, I think he did really well in those those movies. I don't think... I mean, obviously, they're still making movies, so he's strong enough to hold his own movie. I just think don't think it's a movie I'm probably ever going to go see in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I'll probably wait for it to be on Disney+. Plus. I hate you. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like Ant-Man. Yeah, I just I, I think like his life... I don't know if it's the thing about Scott Lang that I love is that like he's like he's super relatable and he's just like trying to be like the best dad he can be and he's made like a lot of mistakes. I think a lot of people can relate to that and like he's you know you know he's a felon and you know it's something that you don't really see a lot of times in comic books where he's like you know he has to deal with being a felon the after effects of that and everything and I see they're playing it a little bit differently in the movies like I'm saying like he's well now he's saved the world so like now he's got a book deal and the world looks at him a bit differently but in the comic books I still think he's Spider Man. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a reoccurring right? joke, right? It's like a reoccurring <laughs> joke too, but it's like he's he's a bit more down on his luck at times. I think in the comic books, almost in a Spider-Man esque way, but he's a guy that you can, you know, kind of root for. I think um, it would be cool if you did an Ant-Man TV series. I think that would be like instead of doing like a fourth film, which I heard that that's like in you know something already productive. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard that that they've already like yeah, talking about it, and I saw Michael Douglas. Say that like he's down for it as long as he gets to die in the next one. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's tired of this shit. Huh? He's, on his, he's on his Harrison Ford shit. No, nah, I mean Michael Douglas is an old guy too. He's you know what I mean? Exactly, he's tired of this shit. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, you know, you getting tired. You're like, don't even give me no more money. Just kill my character. Like, you know you're tired. But um, yeah, but I think instead of them doing that, they should do like a, a limited series on Disney Plus. I think it would really it would fit really well. Um, yeah, four or five. They had a, they had a series, um, um, some years, a few years back, where Ant Man had moved to Miami, 
and he was like trying to co-parent with his ex-wife and stuff like that and dealing with his daughter and dealing with trying to create a um a, uh, a security business like his own security business and stuff because he was like oh, he used to like break into places so like he should know how to protect them and stuff right. and it, it was just like a real fun and he also teams up with this other guy called like Grizzly Bear or something like that who was also like an ex-con and stuff like that he wears like a big ass Grizzly Bear suit and it's 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 a super hilarious comic but extremely well written I wish I could remember the exact it was called Ant-Man of course but I mean I wish I could remember the exact writer of it as well I'm gonna look into that I'm gonna post it on our story or something but that that was a great book. I would love to see that adapted into um, into a series. And then plus, like Miami as a as a base is something that we don't usually see in these type of projects. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of comics, a lot of comics like to center around like bigger fucking bigger, cities. It's got to be you know, it's got to be New Los York. Angeles, California, You're New right. York. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's fucking you know. It's always got to be either the the a specific states. Always either New York State or somewhere in the, in the you know what I mean usually California. You know what I mean you hardly ever see that shit down south. Yeah. Or even in the middle, you know? yeah. If it's if it's listen, if it's an alien invasion, you know New York getting fucked up. <laughs> if it's an alien invasion, you know you're New York. I'd fuck New York up too if I was an alien. Fucking man, you better stop playing with NYC like that. Fuck all that. I love all our New York fans. I hate snowbirds. Go back. <laughs> yeah, those motherfuckers do need to go back. Yeah. But continuing on with this Marvel news, Spider-Man Four. Which well, not not like not like not like the Spider-Man four that we used to wait for and thought it was coming in two thousand eleven. And we broke and broke our hearts when that news dropped. But no, <laughs> that we weren't gonna get it. But or that you know people somehow some people still think we're gonna get it. Either that's a strong fan base. You talk about the Snyder fan base, the Spider-Man four the fan McGuire base. fan base. Yeah, they, they, they still ask for Spider-Man four. That's a strong base. But no, we're talking about uh, Tom Holland's next Spider-Man movie, which is supposedly um. Well, Kevin Feige is not even supposed to. Kevin Feige is straight up confirmed. They're writing on that script right now. They're some ways into it. And, you know, they're, they're, they're prepping it. They're I thought it'd be everything. a lot longer before we saw Tom Holland actually. Well, like, it's I mean, in the script stage. Right. Yeah, I mean, but that's still that's still more news than I thought we were going to get anytime soon. Yeah, it's, been, it's, it's been three years. Three years? We're going on three years. Three years. Since the last time? What was the last time we seen? 2020? Or 2021? 2021, yeah. yeah. Okay, so still, that's what I'm saying. We're going into the... We're pre-production. We're pre-production. The movie won't come out until like 2026. That'll be five years. Yeah. But I get what you're well, saying. What I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, hearing news about it. Well, well, I ain't talking we, about the actual movie. All the movie's obviously a ways away. Right, but the general audience don't know that, John. We, but we you, can, you like saying general audience. The general audience has the same access to all the information the rest of us But do, they're right? not looking for it. Yes, they are. Especially no. nowadays. Like social media yeah. all over the place. You can't... Yeah, Dog, I know people that don't, yeah, couldn't even name five comic book characters that were sharing shit about like the movies and stuff like Ant-Man and shit and... They That's have the access to some of the basic information the rest of us do, dog. I got people that don't even know shit about comics talk about James Gunn now. All over social media, dog. The general audience gets it now, dog. Maybe the older audience doesn't. You know what I mean? Like the ones that are still fucking reviewing shit on Rotten Tomatoes and other fucking critic places. But the general audience, they're young enough and they're like into technology enough to be able to have access to a lot of this information, dog. A lot of it. They may not necessarily know what it means because they don't, you know, dive deeper into the information, but they have access to a lot of this information. Like this whole Rotten Tomatoes thing with fucking Ant-Man and stuff. I got it off a guy's page that is more into like, that I know for a fact is into the anime world way more than he's into the comics. Way more. See what I'm saying? So the general audience has this information, dog. At times. I think at times. I think, I think Marvel's times. big enough for the general audience to have like some of this basic information. For sure. Again, but I still like 
the general audience in the sense of like if you go to your job and you ask 10 people like how far along they are with the next Spider-Man movie they're not gonna know nine of those people are not gonna know even if they saw that article they don't know like you said they don't necessarily know what that even means Kevin Feige says you know script is in you know pre-production is halfway done they don't know what the fuck that means so you go ask them like how far along is the next movie they go I don't fucking know it's coming out like they announced it like you seen it they're gonna you know what they're gonna say the trailer's out that's when the general audience usually knows what the fuck is going on and that's what I mean the general audience like I think social media has definitely like bled some of like there's certain things I agree with you there's certain things before like I would have had to go search for this now just like on the timeline but I still think the general audience doesn't have the same level of understanding that's that necessarily like people who are like de- either deep into the fandom or have to follow it because we talk about it, it's our job like me and you you know what I mean so that's why I still I still differentiate the general audience and their understanding with like a, a deep fandom member or a, a you know a news person slash you know whatever content creator whatever the fuck. But I still think there's a line there. But I agree with you. It's definitely more. It's definitely more accessible. It's definitely more accessible. But I think that they they haven't ruled out anything big. Like it'll be a while before the general, the big, the actual, like the masses. Let's say that it'll be a while before the masses know about Spider Man Four for sure. But tell them about the the rumors surrounding Spider Man Four. Or not? No, excuse me. Rather, the rumors surrounding Spider Man after Spider Man Four. Right, right. Because we all know King's coming back. Right. This isn't his first or last appearance. This isn't Ant Man. Right. Definitely not. That would have been a. A weak way to rat out a fucking good character, right? Yeah. It's a really weak fucking wig, especially according to Rotten Tomatoes, right? <laughs> so the rumor is, rumor, rumor, because no real notable sources have actually confirmed this, rumor, is that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to be, what was it, leading the Avengers? That's that's the rumor. The rumor leading the, the Avengers against Kane. I don't, again, I haven't seen no, like, legitimate, no, no huge source, like, report on this. I also think that, like, like, King Dynasty is so far out that like these movies have like seven, eight different scripts at a time. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. even even if this rumor is true, which we, this this rumor could be a complete ass pull and it could be nothing to this. But even if it is true, that could just be the case right now. You know what I mean? It could be. We could get to the point where you know that's not even the case. You know what I mean? Like in one script he's leading, which that doesn't necessarily make sense right <laughs> like that doesn't necessarily make sense I don't think um Spider-Man will be leading the Avengers I think what that nec- more could mean is like the movies from his point POV I can see that that could make more POV. sense yeah you know what I mean like right. I can see Jesus Christ man yeah hey, I ain't say you could have said point of view you decided to use that acronym no, go ahead keep what going wrong, finish, finish it up bro finish it up you have issues finish it up but anyway but you know, maybe I could see something like that. But again, it's 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 these are just uh, fruit, uh, well, it's not fruitless, but just baseless. they're just rumors. baseless. There we yeah. go. They're baseless rumors. I don't want to get too much to it. It's like I don't know. I don't know if that's even true. This movie's like so many years out that, or it's four or five years out. How are we gonna know like who's leading the movie? We don't even know. We haven't seen Spider Man Four. We haven't seen Captain America with uh, Anthony Mackie with so many things we don't know and I think a lot of times too like even Kevin Feige and James Gunn who have said this before that like with Marvel it's not necessarily that they always have a, some, a concrete plan but they know how to roll with certain punches so there will be certain changes based on movies coming out and strategies will change so like based on the re- re- reception to a Captain America right. this and that or whatever that will determine what will happen with Avengers I believe so 
this Ant-Man movie, is this the beginning of this phase? Correct. Ah, oh, saying people are already dropping fucking rumors here and left and right about Spider-Man leading against Kane. Come on, dog. Is this the beginning of the fucking phase? This is the beginning of phase five. Yeah, phase just too started. soon, bro. Too soon. Way that's too what soon. I'm, that's what I think it's. I think it's bullshit. I think it's people taking advantage. This is this is that clickbait shit. It's people taking advantage of their, because. Kane is a hot topic right now. He's one of the hottest right. hot hashtags right now. So you make a fucking rumor about, you know, Kane Dynasty, even though we're so far out from it that it doesn't even fucking matter. And like I said, it's one of those rumors that you can keep pushing. I was talking about this on this platform before. These these sites do this where they push a rumor that's it's hard to discredit it before we actually even get to that. So they could keep pushing it, create traffic to their site by keep pushing the same rumor, same rumor. It could have no truth to it. But by the time the people find out that it has no truth to it, they've got so much traffic to their site based on this lie that it doesn't even fucking matter. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't know. I, I get, I get, unless I see somebody concretely or one of them leakers who be like, they really own their yeah, shit. Yeah, their leaks are 9 out of 10 yeah. fucking correct. Right, right, right. Then these I don't these even, career leakers? Right. Then I don't even pay attention too much, but we're going to see. Right. We're going to see. We know he, we know he's going to be in it, though, right? That's one thing we can count on. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know he's going to be in it. For sure. For sure. But uh, speaking of Marvel, we're going to tell you. Marvel director here, but we're not talking about Marvel. We're talking right. about Star Wars and John Favreau. Hell yeah, and, and uh, the big homie. Yeah, the big, the big homie, the big homie. Shout out to John Favreau. I love John Favreau. This started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Starred in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Started, started, and starred in. in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Started. And he wasn't like an overly imposing character either. He was always nah. a good add-on. Yeah, always yeah, a good add-on. Yeah, just that's what I could he, I could appreciate about him. For yeah, real. he didn't try to like yeah. become the star of a fucking movie or anything. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, no, he that was sense, nah, yeah. not at all. Yeah. I, he, he was right. he knew how much the audience needed to see right. him in a movie like he didn't try to be like Doc Ock and shit like no. that like, yeah. like he's just like I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be happy Hogan and yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that worked that it was worked perfect. it was perfect that was perfect oh, yeah. shout out John Favreau he's fucking killer and he was and he was um damn I'm sorry I can't remember his name right now but he was an incredible Mandalorian on um uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars he was the leader of um Black Dawn wasn't it Oh, not, not Black Dawn, excuse me. Um, th- that sect of Mandalorians that were... Fuck. I can't remember. It's been so long since I watched Clone Wars. Oh, Fuck. man. I know, you know they had the Darksaber and everything, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. He was the holder of the lights, the Darksaber, and uh, he got killed by Maul and shit. And that, that whole, like, him playing that character, him playing that character in that small arc is what led to Mandalorian. Like him, like he fell in love with like the mythology and everything. I was like, no, we're fucking serious about this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm glad it fucking worked out. To be honest with you, man. Like, fuck. Seriously, yeah, seriously, phenomenal, bro. Seriously. So, so what? What he say about the new Mandalorian season? What was up with that? So Mandalorian season three is on the way, as we already know. Um, he's Hell like, yeah! Excited already, for that. They're prepping to film four, and he's like, because he's already written it. Good shit. He's already written season four. And Fuck he says yeah. he knows they know where the series is going, like for sure, for sure. So like, so like, that's why he's already so far ahead because they know. How, how many seasons do you think we get of the Mandalorian? Mm, I'd say six or seven. You think six or seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, a, that's seven. a healthy. That's a healthy series. Yeah, it's a healthy series. Yeah, okay, yeah. good shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 But so I'm excited for that, and then. Uh, switching gears again, the boys. Just quick, Ooh. real quick about the boys. Real quick, boys. Real boys, fucking boys is phenomenal. Ah, phenomenal. Even though I thought that Fire the finale hell. could have been a little bit better for season three, but I still like season three a lot. It was still a strong finale. Yeah, it was still, it was yeah, strong, still strong. I wish it could. I thought it could have been a little bit better. And I wished, uh, you know, I hope Soldier Boy comes back for season four. And we know that. Um, oh, damn, I can't believe I'm forgetting. 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We know Jeffrey Dean Morgan is joining the series um, for season four. So hopefully he can have some scenes with with uh, with his son, Soldier Boy. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, Dean Winchester, John Winchester reunited right. once again. What, what character is he playing? Do you know? Um, we don't know yet. You don't know? Okay, so that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. But I'm excited. That's uh, Negan, right? From uh, the, the Walking Dead. Yes, yeah, and, Negan, John, Negan. and John Winchester. Man. John Winchester. Just, <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> no, it's just, bro. He was I, he was Negan a little longer than he was Winchester. John Winchester, right? John Winchester was only there for, for you know. It's still, uh, it, it, he's iconic as both, yeah. for sure. Right. And he's, and he's, and he's uh, Thomas Wayne, so. Thomas, oh, and shit. That's Wayne. right. He was Thomas Wayne. I can't believe he forgot that and shit. He, yeah. was the only, he was the only Thomas Wayne who swung on the mugger. Never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him the boy gave him the pause, yeah, dog. He tried, yeah, he tried him with the old one two. Yes, sir. He tried him with the old one two. Got hit with the twenty two. <laughs> it ain't work out. Yeah, but right. he still put the pause right. on that boy. He still tried to hit him yeah, with the old yeah. one two. He I bet might that, have got hit with the twenty two. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. Old uh, old Joe Chill went around telling everybody, "Holy!" I bet he rethought his life after that. Hey, Almost got clocked by a rich guy. He, he tried to hit Joe Chill with the with the one two. Joe Chill. Don't you hit his ass with the old razzle dazzle? Oh my god, shit. But he got the him boys, with the Thule, boy. Fuck. So the boys came back from season four, and Eric Kripke, who was the series creator, who also created uh, Supernatural as well, um, he has stated that season four is not the end. It will continue there, you know, Good after shit. season four. So we know at least, at least we'll go season. Five. I don't know how long he envisions it for. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that it'll at least go five seasons. What I do hope is that with this series, and I know they're doing the spinoff. I know they're doing the University V or whatever it's called with the college kids or whatever. And they had the you know um, um, the the animated spinoff, which I, I hope they do a season two of that, which that was phenomenal. I love that um, the boys animated spinoff. And I'm cool with the spinoffs, but I do want the show to end at a certain point and have like a solidified uh, ending. And I hope it's the ending that Crip K sees and envisions you know what i mean all right because i because i was talking about supernatural earlier and i was like you know and Kirk K did an amazing job with supernatural like he's a genius with what he did with supernatural <clears throat> but you know he envisioned it to be those, those first five seasons that's those first five seasons are truly supernatural to me it's in, it's in entirety and i know there are 10 seasons more after that and i'm on i'm watching now and i'm on season seven but like i truthfully believe the show as of right now i believe the show should have ended with season five you probably end the yeah, series yeah. thinking the same shit. Honestly, that was that was how he envisioned it, and you know you get his you can kind of tell too. I mean, you get his true ending like yeah, with yeah. it, but they just leave it open for like you know some more, right? You know, but it does end. Yeah. and I just want we talked to, about it earlier off yeah. mic. I think that was peak for me was probably season four, but, season yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole it's the arc peak of the series yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure. It's the peak of the series and it brings everything full circle. And just like I hope that the boys can do that, but then it, it's I hope, what I'm saying is I hope that the boys is not like kind of like forced to continue. Right, right. And just like, like continuously shove down everybody's fucking throat so for years. Yeah, it's like it just creates something else that you know that's yeah. just as good. You know that's yeah. just as good because like, you guys have found this this niche. You know for these darker superhero shows, keep doing that. But it doesn't have to be the boys. If if Kripp K finishes the boys, let him finish and then do something else. You know. Yeah, because aren't we getting like an Invincible series on Amazon too? Like no, live action? No, 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 no. No? no. We're getting an Invincible live action movie, but that's not. Movie, through. there we yeah, go. Yeah, but that's not through Amazon. That's not through Amazon? No. Where's that getting? Well, that's, I'm not straight sure. Straight to theaters? No way. Yeah, it's going to theaters. Really? Correct. Amazon has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Are you sure? Absolutely. Nothing to do with it at all. Yep. What a what a waste. There's two different productions going on, yeah. Right. Producing the animated series, and someone else is producing the theatrical film. And they're actually going to be different. Like, huh. Yeah. You know, 
So, we'll see. What a waste. I really am interested in how, I'm interested to see how that comes out. Because Invincible is one of those things where I say, like I said, like, we were having a discussion about Batman. I said, oh, Batman's one of those characters, like, his movies are great. And they do fit well for movies. But, like, he might be a character that, like, fit more for television. Invincible is definitely one of those stories where I feel like I go, like, that's... The animated series is too much it's, to shove into like two hours. Two, yeah, three hours. It, it, it's best like for the animated series to exist, and I like that adaptation. I don't know if I want a live action adaptation because of what you just said. Well, how much can you fit in those two hours? Right, right. You for know? it to not just be basically a live action version of like the first three episodes or something, you know? Yeah. Oh, first man. Season, what a waste. First season or something. Ah, that is a huge but if waste. They, but if they change it up, if it's, if it's, if it's again, because I, if it's, it's, the series is always, is already like an alternate universe to the, to the book it's not a straight up adaptation like things haven't happened the exact same way no but I mean there's enough where you can be like yeah that's you know pretty close it's close but it's still there's some major change I forget exactly but there's some major like for instance like his girlfriend finds out like he's invincible like that doesn't happen until later on in the series like they've accelerated the clock on certain things it's the same thing they did with Walking Dead because they're both Kirkman series so they what they did was like it's, it's incredibly inspired but they take these where like the book went right, they decided to go left, and that changes the story a little bit. And then it's like you have a similar path, but not the same path. So we start off in the same point, but we end up, and we maybe we're gonna end up in the same place. But how we get there is going to be different. And I kind of like that. And you have these two parallel universes, but that works better even in Invincible for me because that that's literally a part of the story that there are these different, you know, what I mean, universes with of Invincibles. Of course, that's a spoiler for those of you who haven't read the book, but. There's going to be a storyline in Invincible where we find out that there are thousands of Invincibles, different universes, different timelines, whatever. I think it could literally be a plot point that the book, the TV show, and the live action are literally three different universes. And then we get three different adaptations of Invincible. I think then I could be like, if they change it, some shit, I could stomach it. Now I'm going to hit you with one of your lines. What? Would the general audience be able to differentiate that? Would they truly be able to figure that that part out? You know what I mean? I think it doesn't. I think that doesn't matter because it's not. It's not. They're not both in the same format. Like if you do a live action movie, the 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 scope of that is a lot bigger. The people like it. It may seem like a lot of people watch Invincible, but a lot of people actually don't watch Invincible. Like it's not like this huge number of people. It's it's a good number of people that watch Invincible. Maybe millions of people, but like the majority of America doesn't know what the fuck Invincible is. So when they do a movie about it, though, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of people's first look at Invincible. Like they not they don't know the book, they don't know the show, so they're not gonna have to differentiate. It's not the same as like like if they would have done the Flash movie in 2015, and the show had just come out. Because when the show just came out, it was a big, way bigger deal. They were they had ad space on other networks. I'm seeing the Flash commercials on CBS. I, that Flash had a billboard downtown Fort Myers. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. It was a bigger deal, and if the flat, if the Flash movie with Ezra Miller would have came out in 2015, people would have been like, "What the fuck? Why is it not the guy from the TV?" You know what I mean? I just don't think you're gonna have that issue with the TV show of Invincible in the in the in the movie, just simply because literally it's animated, and far less people watch animation than. Yeah, but it, it, you can't deny that the movie will bring traffic to the animated series. Maybe so, but then yeah. I think by then people will be able. To, that's different. That's like that's like a super. It's literally because it's two different formats like literally because it's animation live action I just don't think it'll be an issue for the general audience like that's like a Superman movie causing people to watch Superman animated series people will still be able to differentiate even the general audience can differentiate that 
I think it'll, it'll be but fine. but see that there's that that example I see what you meant with that example but it's still different because the movie could be its own literal adventure whereas if they're doing a movie based off of this series and there's still like similarities from the movie and the show you, you, see, you see where I'm getting at so like if they follow like the first season and try to condense it all into one movie right obviously not a great idea but let's say they go for that they're obviously going to see like hella similarities between the two, between the live so action they start, and, you see, and like, then they the start fear, watching the animation. The and they start watching the show and they think like maybe the next movie is going to follow that. Yeah, yeah, like would they be able to differentiate like all the big differences from like the animation and the live action if if the movie is completely or you know like let's say let's call it fifty percent based off of like I think so, just literally simply because it's animated. Like that could be their excuse. Like okay, this is different. Like I've heard people say like this is different because it's the cartoon. That's how, like, the general audience, like, would, 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 like, put it together in their head. They'd be like, well, this is the cartoon. So they did it like this because it's the cartoon. That's how they would say it. But I think that, you know, and then on a deeper level, like, if you're, like, a deep, deep fan, you could you could then say, like, okay, it's a, it's a totally different universe or whatever. It's two different universes. But the general audience, all you literally have, all they need to see is that it's animated. Oh, it's animated. It's I, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know because, like, that Avatar The Last Airbender movie that, that M. Night did back right. in the day that did fucking horrible like and I don't mean just the movie I mean numbers wise too like it, critics all that horrible numbers right why I mean it with in your logic they should have been able to differentiate that between the animated universe because oh you're animated. saying because like okay because it wasn't like the animated universe that it failed I think that that was a part of the reason it failed I'm not sure if it's the, the full reason also Avatar last day but I go out on a limb and say that actually I don't, I don't even think I'm I don't even think I'm necessarily going out on a limb here when I'm saying this Avatar Les Airbender is a much bigger franchise than Invincible. Especially even back then because it was on Prime... It was on it was on Nickelodeon. And it was this huge mega franchise like for kids. Invincible is this like young adult series. It's kind of this niche thing that like... Again, like we know about it but like a lot of like... A lot of my like my little cousins and stuff like that necessarily don't even know about Invincible and stuff like that like hits. It's more like this little niche thing. It's, I think it's going to grow. It's going to become more popular. But, like, because it's so violent and stuff like that, it's not as popular as it's, like, kids' shows. It's a kid's show with, like, everybody. Like, my grandma was watching Avatar Last Airbender with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, that shit hit, like, on a different level. So, yeah, I think when that, when that came out and it wasn't, like, the, the, the series like at they, all. Like, they tried, they took, simi- they had similarities from the series. Yeah. But there was enough differences from it for that it, it for just. It to, to alienate the, the audience. Completely, yeah. But then I also think. I also think there were people that went into it who hadn't seen the series and I, then I think it, it failed just because it wasn't a good movie. You know what I mean? So that goes back to what I was, my, you know, my, my question. Do you think the general audience will be able to differentiate between the two? The, the question way? to answer that is yes, yeah. they'll be able to differentiate. Will, it, will, they, will they think it's good because it's different or will they think it's bad because it's different? Is that jazzing? I don't know. It's a possibility, but I think if it... If it's a good movie, but like say it's so say like it's a good movie, but it disrespects the the spirit of Invincible, right? Like it doesn't really go with the, it doesn't follow the books. Huh. That that that'd be kind of hard, especially for, for for the for the deep fans. For either one of us, I think, in my opinion, to think it's a good movie if it just sits here and disrespects but, the. But again, if you never read the books, you never read the series, and you go into you like, well, shit, that was a good movie. To a lot of people, Venom was a good movie, or to a lot of people, um, uh, I'm trying to go another example where they kind of like script everything away, but it was like you know. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think of another good example. Let's just stick with Venom, right? Let's do Venom. You know, it's it's totally stripped away all the things we know about Venom. But a lot of people are like, you know, they don't know Venom or don't know the history. They're like, I thought it was a pretty good movie. So if they do that with Invincible, Invincible already not being as well known as some of these other characters, if it's a good movie, or here's a perfect example, Joker. 
Joker, Joker makes a billion dollars. It's hell. They're talking about Oscar season. They're making a number two with Lady Gaga. It's a musical and all this other shit. We're like, okay, that's not what I wanted from a Joker movie. But everybody else is like, woohoo! The same shit could happen with Invincible. Like, they could make a, a action film, and it could be like, I don't know, it could be like White Hancock or some shit like that. And like, we could be like, the fuck, this ain't Invincible? But the general audience could love it. You know what I mean? And that could happen too, so who knows? Especially if it's like vastly different. You know what I mean? Especially if it's like vastly different. But hopefully it like it maintains I think Kirk because Kirkman is involved with it. Like the creator. Like I think if as long as it maintains the spirit, I don't think certain changes won't bother me. Like if there's small changes, if there's enough to where it can stand on its own where it's like I can enjoy the book, I can enjoy the animated series, and I can enjoy the movie as three separate projects, but still enjoy it like Invincible like the same way I would enjoy like I don't know the same way I would enjoy like Henry Cavill Superman you know Superman and Lois and then you know Injustice you know what I mean like these three vastly different sides of the spectrum of Superman but I can enjoy them as long as I oh shit as long as I enjoyed the movie like that I think I think we'd be okay yeah but see I don't know man cause all right, so so changing from the point, but still the same topic, a different point, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be able to, because like I, I mean, it's what, what you just said now with you know Henry Cavill, uh, Superman, Lois, and then Injustice, same character for sure, obviously, right? Same characters, general characters, right? Maybe that was a bad but thing. different stories, you know Maybe what I mean? So like thing. this would be the same story, just like adapted this way, adapted that way, adapted this way. Correct. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know if it, that movie would have to be really, really fucking good. I think in order for me to sit here and be okay with more, to, more changes, the you know changes I mean? would have to be strong. Like they'd have to be. They have. To, here's a better word. They'd have to be warranted. Okay. Yeah. They'd have to be warranted. Like the change. Like for instance, like the changes that some of the MCU changes that have made. And you're like, man, what the fuck? Like it's not like the comic books, but like you look at it, and you're like, okay, that, that that makes sense for their universe. If it's something like that, maybe so. You know what I mean? Maybe it was something like that. Okay. If. Okay, if it's warranted, okay, I can, I can, I can probably stand behind warranted, but it, 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 it all still goes back to I don't know how much they can expect to be able to shove into one, one movie, one two two and a half to three hour movie or whatever, right? Yeah. How no, much, that, how yeah, much can you really of, put into it? You know, yeah, that's a lot. That, it, yeah, it's a fucking shit ton. Like, how, how much can you really put that's into a it? Lot. You know. Mm. And and is it a is it like it's an origin? Is it an origin or is it like we're taking one of the sagas and just going with it? Like what are we doing here? Hmm, that's interesting. Because because there there were certain sagas, excuse me, there were certain sagas in that series that I think could probably stand as like its own project. I'm not gonna say movie, but project. Yeah. But then there are others that you're just like, why is there a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex here? Like that's yeah. fucking smart as shit. Like what the fuck are we doing here? You know what why I mean? is there a black invincible? Like, like, <laughs> why is there a fucking one-eyed alien that sounds oddly like fucking Seth Rogen right now? Like you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like it, so there are certain arcs that I think could stand alone for sure in its own project, not like, same movie, but like the like th- like Thrawn and his entire arc, like. So I said Thrawn, not Thrawn, excuse me. No, I don't know, I Star Wars on the brain. Thrawn. Thrag. <laughs> Thrag and his entire... I actually see why you fucked up. Thrawn, yeah, Thrag, okay. Thrag and his entire arc alone, that's three movies. Oh, for sure. Like, that's, that's the Viltrumite arc was for sure, like, the that's, fucking... That's three movies in The hardest-hitting fucking arc, yeah. dog, was, was, yeah. was them. The oh, whole way yeah, through. Yeah. Whole hell way yeah. through. Hell yeah. Viltrumite had that shit Oh, jumping. boy, in the bag, dog. That shit was there. That shit jumping. You, we could have... Listen, I love the Invincible series, dog, but we could have omitted 
almost every other, most of the other arcs, most of the other arcs, and went straight <laughs> Viltrumite, and oh, I would have been okay with that. It was still, okay, I'll say, I get it. It still would have been a solid-ass series. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not like... saying they were useless. I'm just saying that the Viltrumite <laughs> yeah. arc was so fire, like, you it could just... almost stand alone. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 like, for just sure. Just take that. It could stand alone. Oh, it could stand alone, <laughs> like, dog. Shit, oh, what? That shit was That shit was, was, was gangster as fuck, dog. I'll tell you what the Viltrumites did to, to Invincible. The Viltrumites being like fully in invincible did the same thing to invincible that adding saiyans and aliens did to dragon ball okay like that moment okay. where Snappa and Nappa and Vegeta land in the city, the city blows up and shit's just up, and then the Z fighters pop up and they just get dismantled. That that shit that's like a a shift in the show where it's like we're going into a different scale yeah. of things, and that's what and, the future might do to. As much as you help, just just only a couple of you that can really fight back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The rest of y'all better just sit y'all ass. It out. sucks, but that's only a couple of you. Thrag show up, sit down. Oh, this I love when when you know. Spoiler, real quick for the for the for spoiler, the book spoiler. for this official spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Skip about a minute or so because I'm about to get into this real quick. So when Mark uh, Invincible when he first sees Thrag in the book, it's one of the greatest moments of the book. And he first tries to attack Thrag and the Emperor, uh, the Emperor of uh, I forgot what it was, new like the New Planet Order or whatever. Right. He's like trying to tell them, he's trying to tell, he's like, no, stop him, someone stop that boy. And he like and Thrag just dismantles Mark with one hand. I think he like put his hand through his chest or something yeah, like that. Like busted right Easily through. busted through his chest like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. <laughs> like he was butter. Like he just instantly. Thrag was a goddamn mess, dark. Like Thrag was on a whole nother. Like <laughs> he Thrag, was that guy. Thrag is Invincible's Jiren. Like he is Invincible's Jiren. Like because I think their rivalries like stacked up throughout the whole series too, dog. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like yes. Every time, and you know what I fucked about it, and what I fucked with it about it was that Mark could have gotten his ass beat like horrendously and was still a, a fucking dog whenever he yep. saw that I'm like oh <laughs> my God. he was still talking shit. he was just like you got me back damn bitch but you ain't got me now <laughs> <laughs> like nah it's on and popping this time bro yeah they, they had they had, a, they had a glorious fucking, oh man their shit was awesome glorious fucking rivalry lasted for decades and I, I like oh, and every time they were drawn fighting each other it well, just seemed like the art in that in that specific fight scene always looked fucking awesome, like, intensified yeah. as fuck. Like even when he when he, they were fighting other Viltrumites, mm -hmm. I don't feel like we saw the same intensity as that we saw with these two, bro. Yeah, shit was phenomenal. Go, it was like they had to go full power. Oh man. well, imagine Superman fighting an older, chiseled, more warrior like Superman. Like yeah, that's that's the kind of vibe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like because like I think people because people people go okay, well they've seen Mark get fucked up. Let, let, for the TV show audience, I'll say this. You've seen Mark get fucked up by Omni Man, and you've seen him get fucked up by Battle Beast on the TV show. I just want to say this, as a book reader, <laughs> I just want to say this. Thrag, the guy that we're talking about, Thrag, is stronger than Omni Man. By good amount of years. And Thrag, well, well let's not say this. Uh, enough about Thrag for a second. Thrag is stronger than Omni Man, but Battle Beast. Is stronger than Omni Man. Let's also say that too, because you know, it's, like I won't even get into that. I won't even. I won't even spoil that. But there's something. Dragon Battle Beast have a battle. Fuck it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna have a battle. I'm not gonna get into the spoilers. But that shit is uh, again. That's one of the fucking most amazing fucking moments of the series as well. Like that's an amazing rivalry as well. And they they were the two fucking like heaviest 
hitters in the series that Mark had to fight. Mark never beat Battle Beach. Like, he, nah. he never beats, like, he never got his get back on Battle Like, in the book, he got his ass beat by Battle Beast the exact same way. Like, left in critical condition, guts falling out and shit. Like, the same fucking way. But he, I don't know if he will in the show, but he definitely never got his get back in the book. Like, he never wanted them problems with Battle Beast. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, nah, nah. Battle Beast was on some shit. Yeah. He was he, on some he shit. He was on some shit. I can't wait for him to come back. Why? I can't wait for him to come back. I can't wait. I, I gotta rewatch season one because I haven't watched it in such a long time. I'm gonna reread the book is what the fuck I'm gonna do, bro. I'm giving it some more time. Some more time? I'm gonna give it some more time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna redo the show. I gotta do the book, bro. I gotta do the book. <laughs> I'm reading a lot of yeah, DC I'm, I'm stuff. A, I'm, a, I'm a man gonna comment read it, dog. I got to. Yeah. I'm reading a lot of DC stuff right now. I'm catching up on Flash. Catching up on... Uh, I'm not caught up on Nightwing, uh, Superman, and, and Batman, so I'm trying to catch up on everything. I gotta read Lazarus. The Lazarus story. I'm trying to catch up fuck. everything, because I think that's the most recent event. The Omega Rising and all that stuff came out today, and they say that, like, Damien is, like, the leader of that. And yeah, like, yeah. You know I'm hyped for it, because that's... They've, they've been hinting at that for a guy. while. They've been hinting at that guy. for a while, though, you know what I mean? That yeah. he was going to be, like, at the forefront of this Got anyways. Yeah. Him, see, him and John are the future. See, I'm glad they stopped playing into that whole, like... Even though I liked Damien being like kind of like morally ambiguous, I'm glad they kind of stopped playing into the whole like he could be the villain of the future thing. Like he's redeemed himself like three times in the comic books. Like I, I'm kind of over the whole like he needs to redeem himself thing. Like how many times this kid? This kid he's a kid. First of all, like I think that's gotta fuck story. up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like you know that's lost like, on a lot of people. This guy literally like undid an entire year of blood that he unleashed on the world that he didn't even choose to unleash on the world the first time he was forced to do by his grandfather and he fucking undid that shit by himself well I mean with the help of fucking um, my Ducard and Goliath of course but still he did that shit with his team alone by himself no Batman and you know undid the whole year of blood then he fucking did a death tournament and shit this kid just on it he just got possessed by a demon now he's fucking leading the whole magical community against a fucking huge threat so I can't wait to read Omega Rising I'm like read that today probably but back to the shits <laughs> back, <laughs> back to the shits this is a show the next show we're going to talk about is a show that took the fucking world by storm last oh year oh my god by this shit had us by the fucking throat and listen didn't let up for shit didn't let up for shit it's the most it was, that shit was so amazing literally like watching a live action anime <laughs> um, the shit was so amazing talking about, <laughs> talking about uh, Squid Games and I have to say this about Squid Games if you've watched Squid Game, and I understand everybody has their different, you know, preferences and their language barriers, and I understand that. I get all that. But listen to me. And this is coming from a guy who watches all his anime and dub. You must watch, uh, you must watch Squid Games dubbed in, in with the original Korean voices. You must. You must watch Squid Games dubbed with the original Korean voices with English. If, you, if English is your first language, whatever your first language is, Watch that with the subtitles as they as your use that as your subtitles, but listen to it with the Korean dialogue because the emotion that you get from those Korean actors and what they were able to do. I wish I could remember everybody's name right now. I don't want to just call them the Korean actors. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying like the 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 emotion that they brought to that to those scenes, fucking incredible. <laughs> All the actors I in there fucking agree one hundred percent. Fucking though. incredible. Hell yeah, they were. Fucking incredible, and that series. I mean, I that shit had people crying. That yeah. shit people hyped on the edge of the seat. Nine out of ten. Oh, yeah, what? Nine out of 10. Only make a nine out of ten because they killed my girl at the end. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I'm gonna give it an eight point five. 
just because, just because, the very ending was confusing as fuck to me. Spoiler ran. alert, everybody, just in case y'all ain't catch this fire Spoiler ass alert. series. Spoiler alert for the end of Squid Game. Yeah. He, he like, he has a whole kid. He's got a shit ton of money, right. right? Had a whole kid he wasn't there for most of his life, wanted to finally do, right? He stopped to dye his hair red, right? And then was on his way to go do right by the one human being he should really be doing right by. Right. Right. And then he witnesses an injustice. Witnesses what he thinks is an injustice. A man about right? to be taken out the same path he was. Okay. And he turns around and decides that to that's stop. more important than going to see right. his daughter. He has money now. He stops it. What's interesting, he stops it. Remember? Yeah, yeah. But but did you see what I'm saying? Like, he chooses to, to right. fight against these people then go after his, you know, go and be a father. Check this out. Like, I'm not even mad just about that. He has money now. Right. So, like, he could go be a father and still pay for people to investigate these people. Mm. And still pay for, for you know what I mean, for, like, a counterforce to go into these games and stop them. Or, you know what I mean, to, to expose them. He has the funds to do this. I'm mm. not saying he has more funds than the Squid Game people. Yeah, yeah. But he definitely has a fun, funds to... He to can hire a private He can hire, he can hire all kinds of people to do shit. Maybe so. And still be a father. Is, do you think old boy is dead? The detective? The detective that, like, fell, fell or whatever? I don't believe it. No, I don't no, believe no. it. I, believe I think we would have seen him yeah. actually die, die. brother is... His brother yeah. is the man in the mask. And the, his brother... These fuck, Some of these fuckers look brainwashed as fuck, right? Because he was, he was the winner of the game. Right, 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 his right, His brother right, right, was right. the winner of the game, which makes me think, what if... Because, okay, they just let the main character... They just let him go away. But, like, he's going to come back and try to fight against them. Does he somehow end up... Is this all a part of their big master plan? Like, they drive him insane, and then, like, he ends up, like, playing the game, essentially. Like, now he's the man in the mask. Like, what, is he, what do you think is going to happen there? Hmm. But uh, we didn't even fucking say that what, the, what the fucking news was. Right, but, right, 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 right. Squid Game Season 2 begins filming this summer. This summer. This summer, Squid Game Season 2 begins right, filming. Right, right, right. So, back to what you were saying, yeah, right? back to where it was So, at. man, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good... Like, I, I completely forgot that the brother was a winner of that. Right. Um Cause he went missing. He went missing. He went missing. He was. You know, a, Here, here's a my theory on the brother. He won and then wanted in with these people, mm. and then he fucked up. Probably a bit more than he could chew. He didn't probably know old more. Probably betted too much, and then eventually bet his own freedom away. Mm, that could be something. And probably, and probably, he probably saved his brother's life by having him fall off that cliff. Could be. You know what I mean? Probably saved his brother's Did life. He shoot him. Probably, but you know, like, you know, just if they do a flashback or something, yeah. it could be easily he winged him, you know what I mean, clipped him on the yeah. shoulder, made him, the momentum of the bullet made him fall off or whatever, you know? He fell into the net or some shit, I don't know. Or maybe in the water, but he just trusted his brother is strong enough to, turns out the detective was like an Olympic level fucking swimmer back in high school yeah, or some shit, you know I mean, and he knew that because yeah. their brother is, you know? Even though it was like a whole bunch of deadly rocks and shit. <laughs> no fucking waves and shit, yeah. like there's no way. But still, was literally storming. Yeah, but you know, still. He could survive. Yeah, I think I think he survived. There's no yeah. way. Why give us that character just to kill him? As he's like, he didn't really uncover anything. Like what I know is for sure that they, 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 I mean, the creator of the series talked about like they're definitely gonna pick back up on a lot of those storylines. They're picking back up on the main character. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those storylines, like yeah. most of them are dead. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like storylines <laughs> left from the first season because you know they they talked about Squid Games in other countries and stuff like that. So I assume maybe I thought maybe there's potential to see that in season two. But it seems like we'll get back to like what we were. Like, It'd be cool spinoffs though. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely, and I think that's what we're gonna. You know, Netflix. Yeah, this, this is their most profitable thing. Netflix is in trouble right now. This might they might need some Squid Game spinoffs. You know, right. they need Squid Game Africa mm. right now. So spin <laughs> Squid Game Mexico. Squid Game Mexico. Right. No, nah, don't. <laughs> Play with you gonna say the cartel? Yeah. Don't play them boys like that. Yeah, no, we. Ain't no squid game over here. It's just not mentioned no organized crime at all. Lose your tentacles. 
fucking with us. <laughs> we'll just we'll just not they, talk about organized crime. Right? Like no, that. not at all. Not at all. Respect. We respect all of them. <laughs> yeah. We, we we understand. I respectfully stay the fuck out of your way. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Respectfully stay the fuck out your way. Not even in your lane, you know. Nope. Yep. Completely different highway. Yep. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's, that's that's coming. I'm excited for that Squid Games. I hope they I hope they elaborate a little bit on that whole the ending for me. Yeah, I mean, it's just. If, if they do Squid Games Africa, I just got one ass. Can I be the nigga in the mask? Please. I just want to be the guy in the mask. I just want to be in the guy in the mask. Squid Games no, Africa. The only black guy? Yeah. No, man. You know, that could be funny. That could be funny. Do you know what's interesting? Uh-huh. Like, do you do realize there's a huge, like, non-black population in Africa? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people in Africa that are not black. I think we really get into that because, like... Uh, if they did Squid Games in Africa, because what I think... Oh, like, is that what you're talking about, Squid Games in Africa? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, I thought you were just asking... Are saying, like, can I be the man in the mask in that show? Yeah, no, that mean, sounds like, like the only black guy in Korea. No, no, no. Like, I mean, like, Squid Game Africa, like... Oh, like, okay. Be the, okay, okay. Be, be the guy in the mask in that version. And what I'm saying is, too, like, that could be one of the things they get into, like, having these different ethnic groups in Africa and represented in, like, the, you know, the whatever, how many people they take and bring it to the game in the beginning. It was, like, mm. 400 people or something like that. Something like that. I think they could show that. Because it really, remember, Squid Game, it got into, the, like, the political and, uh, you know, economic status of these characters and, and what they were dealing with in their everyday lives and how everybody was dealing with different you know, debt and different things and like that. Right. You could deal with, like, well, you, you're you not dealing with, you know, that. You came over here and it's just different, different, the different, uh, how do I say this? The different, uh, things that these people are going through in life in these different countries they could just show that in in the characters interacting in the middle of the game you know what i'm saying like they did in the korean version they showed like what life was like for these different people in south korea they could show like you know what i'm saying a part of africa and what is different like for these different types of people that live there you know what i mean and it could be a different type of you could have some similarities but it could, it's obviously going to be different because it's a different nation there's going to be different problems different economic and political problems right and they could show that through the characters so i think that would be interesting Okay. You see here. Oh, bro, just go to the very next one on that list. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're gonna I get into legend some. Legend Dark. Holy shit. We can, we can get into oh, some movies. Oh man. We get some movies. Yeah, take us away. I'll let you take it away. Take it. Go, go for it. Take us oh, away, man. man. All take right. So, life. so one of one of my favorite Will Smith movies, right? I am Legend Dark. Right? Where'd you put it? You say one of your favorite, like top, top three uh, of Will Smith. Like of his movies, it's like one of my favorite movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not my favorite movies all the time. No, but I don't think I have Will a Smith. Will Smith. Like, I, man, top three? That's hard. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top I five? think top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try to do top five. No order, real quick. No order. Let's just let's try to do top three first. Let's see if we can get it in the top three. Because if I do top three, I gotta go. I gotta go. Well, this is easy for me. If I do top three, see, top three is easy. All right. It's it's, and I'll and I'll do this. Right, no, yeah, I'll yeah. do it in no order. Men in Black. Okay. Um, Ali. Okay. Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Uh, damn. I saw it so long ago. Seven Pounds? Seven, is that seven, seven Pounds? Seven okay, pounds. Seven Pounds is definitely top five so for me. So we got four. Pursuit of Happiness, definitely top five for me. Um, I watched the lead when I was really little. Really, really little. So, like, it, it there's a lot of it was lost on me. You know what I mean? So, Which like, one? I never went back to watch it again as an adult to, like, truly appreciate it. Which one? Uh, Ali. Oh, Ali? Yeah, Ali. Oh, yeah. His performance yeah. is so amazing. So, I, so I saw it when I was so a you, kid. Well, you yeah, can't so I can't even appreciate it as an adult. You see what I'm saying? So I, 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 I'm not going to put it there. I know it was a good movie. I'm just not going to put it there because, you know what I mean? I, I would have to watch it again, right? right? I am legend for fucking sure. Okay. I am legend, dog. That shit was fucking straight. Straight fuego, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. That whole... 
I was a kid, like scared. Not scared, but like antsy. Like, come on, come on, come on. Like, yeah, get the breaks, get the safety. That top five. Oh, for it sure, breaks, dog. Whew, wait a minute. What you got? What you forget? I forgot the, just the first one too. The first, even the second one. Bad boys. I don't Bad boys. I think part. Man, damn. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 Bad was fire, dog. <laughs> Bad Boys 2 was fire, dog. That shit fire. Fuck. All right, all right. That shit is All right, all right. So that, that's, that's, that's part of top five, too. That's part of top five. Shout out Will Smith, man. The goat. Hey, we got range, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it all, he, man. He Shout out it. to the young he got fucking West range. Philly goat. They try, to, they try to take him out the game. Nah, see, I can't never take him out the game. You can't take the goat out the game. Nah. We back out here in these streets. <laughs> you see what's going on. Nah, but he got he got range, bro. I fuck Will Smith. He got hella range for sure, dog. Absolutely. But yeah, but back back to Iron Legend, right? Iron Legend, bro. So like, I saw I saw the I saw both versions. I saw, right. but I saw the theatrical version, which they're now saying isn't isn't the canon, canon version anymore, canon right? Anymore. I saw that one, and then years later, I saw the digital, you know, right. alternative DVD, version, yeah, alternate, right? alternate uh, ending on the DVD. Years later, years later, same, right? So so I I have an appreciation for the original version. I think the way he went out at the very end of that movie was gangster as fuck. I agreed. I agree with you, but I always felt like the alternate ending made more sense. Okay, I, I'm not I'm not against the alternative endings, but again, remember I saw, I saw it years apart, so like I had already concretely accepted. You already like for that's how the, for you that's how the movie that's how the, that's so how long. the masterpiece ended. That was the last paintbrush stroke on that that beautiful canvas of a movie they made, and then alternative ending. You see, what I'm saying I'm not against it. You know, I'm not mad they're doing this. I'm actually like excited to see it, especially hearing that Michael B. Jordan's going to be in this motherfucker. Right. So Michael B. Jordan's going to be co-starring. another another great fucking actor. Amazing. So like. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see Will Smith and his dynamic in the movie yeah. and shit. So like, like iron, iron sharpens iron. iron. Exactly. So I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how that plays out. Right? You know what I mean? I'm actually really excited for this movie. So I'm, I'm not mad. The alternative ending is what they're going with. It's just the original version can be. It, it's 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 beautiful and on its own. I fuck with how exactly how it ended and on its own. But I'm not mad that they're moving forward with the alternative. I'm not mad that this movie is coming out because I love Will Smith and I, you know, I, I love Michael B. Jordan. And I love, I love the I Am Legend. But this is one of those things. Where, again, we gotta talk about the general audience and stuff like that. Maybe it's been long enough, but the majority of people did see Will Smith die in that movie. Right. Now here's the thing. Now you're gonna go with the alternate ending that was released on DVD, and that's gonna be the canon ending now. Now my thing is this. Do you do you open the second movie with the flashback? You show the ending of the first movie again, and you show the alternate ending, or do you maybe make a quick buck real quick and re-release the movie in theaters with the alternate (laughs) ending? You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you justify that to the general audience who may remember him dying at the end? Who likely remembers him dying at the end? Justify? I don't know. I don't know if you can justify. I don't it. think you have to justify. Yeah, it. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like, okay, it's, it's happening. Yeah, I mean, one way or another, it's happening. Yeah, they're gonna make money. The all general audience is like they've accepted sixteen different Terminators. So. Yeah, yeah, that too. So that that's a good point. But I think the way they can go about it, I think that seems a little more logical in today's day and age. Whatever streaming service they eventually plan on dropping that movie in, right? Because you know, mm, no, I think I Am Legend has to come out. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean like... Yeah, like what they eventually are going to drop it on. You know what I mean? Like okay. whatever down the line, right? Okay. Whatever streaming service they decide to drop it on somewhere down the line. Let's call it HBO just for the... Because we're talking about shit that, can, that does stream on HBO, right? Okay. So if they do decide to drop this Iron Legend 2 movie on HBO, let's say, you know, like half a year later or whatever. Okay. I think Iron Legend 1 with the alternative ending 
goes on HBO Max leading up to the movie. Weeks or months leading up to that movie. Mm. I think they get the license for it. They drop it. You know I mean, they promote it. They, they promote it, it as yeah. like, you know, with the with the new cut canon ending to yeah. go with I am leading leading into the new blockbuster I am Legend yeah. 2. That's how they go. Okay, yeah, I, think yeah. I, I think that's how they do it safely in their heads. You no, know that what makes I mean? sense. That's a safe play. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I think I think that's how they do it safely. So I but again, you know what I mean? I, I fucking, like I said, bro, I love the original ending. The original ending was the shit. But yeah. I'm not mad they're doing this. Not the franchise I thought would be coming back. You know what I mean? Like in terms of Will Smith franchises. Right. Would you, would you, what would you like to see come back out of Will Smith's projects? Would you, is there anything in your head that you're like, man, they should make another movie? You know what's interesting? It's like, so they're doing another bad boys. Right. And it's like I, I'm okay with it if it's better than the last one. Um, I liked a lot of the last one, some of it I didn't like. Um, but I wouldn't mind if he really got back in. I know he said he's done. I know he was like, you know, two of them are good and all that stuff. But I wouldn't mind if he got back in into the Men in Black because, like, I really feel like there's a there's a version of Men in Black where you could like take it more serious. And, like, it could be more dramatic. Kind of, like, more similar to the first one where it was, like, a mixture of comedy and, you know what I'm saying? And story and shit. And story and drama and stuff like that. Get back to that. He's training, like, this new, you know, trainee. You could even bring... I know Tommy Lee Jones, like, barely acts these days. I I think he's maybe even retired. But, like, you could have Tommy Lee Jones. He's not even in the field anymore. He's, like, the director now or something like that. Like, just cool shit like that. Like, I I would love to see him come back to that universe because it was just a fucking amazing universe. Right. You know? Other than that, I don't know. I don't know who can play again. Yeah, I don't know who can play again. Other than that, he never came back to. Um, I think it's past this time now. I don't think there's an interest for it. I think it was just an okay movie, in my opinion. I know some people really love it. I think it was an okay movie. It wasn't like super duper fleshed. I know out. you're not gonna say I Robot. No. I was oh, gonna I was about to say, damn, bro. Like I Robot deserve more love than that. But okay, okay, no, okay, no, no, no. I wasn't gonna mention I Robot, right. which that would be interesting to jump back into. I didn't even think about that. That'd be something interesting to jump to. I was going to say, like, I think the time has passed on Hancock. Like, that time has passed. Like, him doing Hancock, to me, now at this point, would be like The Rock trying to do Black Adam. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I didn't like, mind it Hancock. Would, it I like Hancock. Out, it would come off like that. I like Hancock. It, I mean, I know Will Smith isn't really into series, but I, I think Hancock, if, if they did decide, if they did, right? I'm not saying they're mm. going to or that I want them to, but if they did... Try to bring life to that shit a again. Series, I think maybe a limited series, maybe limited four or five series. episodes. Yeah, maybe yeah, he would be open to something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm yeah, who knows? Maybe I mean, he, is, he has Bel Air on um, Peacock. There you go. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe he would be open, and maybe that could be like something because he's from the realm of television. Yeah, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like you know, transition to movies. You know, maybe that could that's a full circle thing to transition back. Yeah, and you you don't even need to bring in any of the. I mean, you couldn't, but you don't even have to bring in the people from the the you know the Hancock movie because like that movie ended with us understanding that the closer he is to his wife, the yeah. more vulnerable you they are. You could literally so, have yeah another city, another city, another thing. shit. Yeah, doing his own yeah, fucking you, thing. You could have a cameo from what's the brother's name? Not brother, but white guy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jason. Uh, I don't Jason, know his real Jason, name. Arrested Jason. Development and and uh, Ozark or whatever. Yeah, right? What's his last? His first name Jason, right? I have no idea what his, his name is. I know his first name is Jason because he's one of the Jason, one of the white Jasons Hollywood. It's like Jason today. It's just Jason. 
Uh, I don't know. He's not Sudeikis. Yeah. He's Sudeikis. No, he's not Sudeikis. He's not Sudeikis. But Jason Sudeikis, Jason, such and such. I, I know who you're talking it's about. It's like yeah. five white Jasons in Hollywood. <laughs> and they all like look similar to one another. And they all be in like similar comedy movies. All right, and like, you know what I'm saying? I, I know who you're talking about. Now, now you're going to make me look this up, bro. Let's, yeah, see, let's see. I love these Jasons, though. Oh, yeah. They're funny as shit. Yeah. Oh, funny as hell. Let's see. All right. Way, so. way funnier than the Jimmys in, light, in Late Night. <laughs> Jason Bateman. 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 Jason Bateman. Bateman. Bateman, there you Jason Bateman. So it would be cool to get a cameo from him, like he, you know, he calls. Hey, yeah, yeah. Like, they, like his, like his, uh, what is it? His charity company that he had like created at the end of it or something. Remember the heart? Okay. The heart, maybe, maybe you know, make a small cameo over there, you yeah. know, with him trying to do some business or some shit, okay. or or he sees him from the distance or something, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if they if they ever did do a handcuff, like I said, I think a limited, like we you know we just established a limited series would probably work. Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe not so much a movie. Yeah, limited series. I'll be open to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I would really love to see uh, him do Men in Black again. Yeah. But I'm also like just off topic real quick before you even get to the next next Men in Black. Something I've always wanted to see, and I think it would fit for a television series too. Okay. Is the original Men in Black be adapted? Because because Men in Black, the version with, with Will Smith is an adaptation, kind of like made for you know made for I won't say made for Will Smith but it's, it's made, yeah made to fit Will Smith it's more it's a more comedic version it, it's you know what I'm saying it's a more uh, family friendly version it had like you know people dying so like it was more it was right. science fiction but you know the MIB in those movies were the protectors of the of the world the MIB in the books were controllers of the world how many books did they have do you know about any chance? i'm not sure it was a it was it wasn't like a super long comic book series but the initial um for one uh the initial series had agent j and k they were both white characters initially which is funny because like agent j was like the second or i don't know if he did i don't know if he did men in black first or he did wild wild west first i don't know which one but there were two characters back to back that he played that were originally white characters Right. Jim West was white in the, in the in the TV show Wild Wild West, um, and and Agent J was white in the in the Men in Black book. But the the point I'm saying is that in the, in Men in Black the book, uh, so they were trying to keep the knowledge of aliens from the world because they wanted to control aliens and use them to like control the world. I, I'm not like it'd be a little bit off here because I didn't read the book like that it's been a long time since so I even read up on it. Right. But like they were it was much more of a darker like organization that was bent on like control rather than like protecting the world and they was even like at some point i think even agent k had to hunt agent j at some point and some stuff like that in the series they also had no neuralizer in the in the in the books if you found out that that they existed or aliens existed uh, they would or and it wasn't just that's another thing it wasn't just aliens in the book it was it was supernatural things it was ghosts it was demons it was the supernatural that the men in black was um you know, uh, controlling or trying to, you know, police. And if you found out about that or found out about the men in black, they would kill you. There was no neuralizer. Uh, the neuralizer was invented for the movie. Right. Make it more, make yeah. it a little, little softer, more yeah, family oriented, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So I would love to see that adapted into a series. I could see that on like, like Amazon or HBO. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Man, Amazon, can you imagine? Because especially if, you, if they finish up the boys and they need like a new series. New series with blood and guts and Ooh, seriousness. A little bit of comedy. Black. Men in Black, and you get Cripcake on it, because if you especially you did it with the alien shit, but you added the supernatural ghost shit too. Who the who better than to have Cripcake show run that shit? Oh, Creator yeah. of Supernatural is is you got two characters 
who got to come on now. You know, come on. You, it's, it's, it's writing it's itself. It's right there. It's, it's like, writing it's itself. Like, it's literally like giving all the ingredients for a cake to the motherfucker who best make cakes. Like, like, like. <laughs> 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 specializes in yeah, He specializes in shit. Give him the flour, goddamn. Yeah, come on, what you waiting on? But uh, another series, man, that's making this comeback, man, is fucking Hellboy. And this shocks the shit out of me because this is the second Hellboy reboot in some years, in some few years. And like four, like, when did the last one come out? Like four years ago? About like, I think 2019. 2019? I, I, I never make it past like the 20 minute mark of that movie. Oh my God, that movie. You I tried you, it. Like you know what times. fucking kills me? He doesn't look bad as Hellboy. But he, it, it he just, look the terrible. movie's not good. The movie's not good at all. No. He doesn't look bad. He, he doesn't look that intimidating either. No, not necessarily, but he doesn't... I, I think his acting had a lot to do with the fact that he didn't seem so intimidating. You know yeah, I mean? He didn't seem Like, the choice it. of character they wanted him to, like, be. Yeah. Like, he seemed too goofy and too, and too like, like immature and childlike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's... Especially if that's, since it was, like, supposed to be, like, a veteran Hellboy. Like, he was kind of... Yeah, like, like already, already years into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of shit had already happened. Yeah, I, it wasn't... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Hellboy's like that in every comic adaptation he has or what, but this this was just off, like... It would seem like after, like, all this, like, you know... It seemed like the, the want for Hellboy seemed to have just literally just been the fans, like, clamoring for the third one. And it seemed like if they had just given the fans the third one, they'd be in a better position right now. Maybe they would have been done, be able to do a reboot and have been successful. But it's like they tried, they they, they remember they were gonna do the third one. They canceled it. They did the reboot. The reboot was unsuccessful. Now they're doing another reboot. I don't know, man. But Hellboy, this is the new Hellboy. Hellboy, this is from Deadline. I'm gonna read the Deadline article here. Yeah, yeah. Hell, just Hellboy, the Crooked Man is the title. Plot and production details revealed by Millennium, which I'm producing the film. Reboot to be a departure and first in new in new series, exclusive. Millennium uh, Millennium Media has revealed plot and production details about its upcoming Hellboy re- reboot at the EFM in Berlin. Some aspects of the reboot, which has been in the works for a while, were covered online earlier this week um, by website discussing film. Now we have official confirmation and more details. Brian Taylor will be directing. Uh, he directed the film Crank. Um, whose title is confirmed to be Hellboy the Cricket Man, with production starting next month in Bulgaria. Conversations with cast are in late stages, so they haven't like fully cast anybody yet, but they, they have people in mind that are doing you know, contract negotiations. Right, right. Crucially for fans, and for the first time in the franchise, Mike McNola, creator of the, of the comics, has penned the script alongside his Dark Horse Comics collaborator, collaborator Chris Golden. I'm gonna stop right there. Okay, so he's in this one. So, so he's like he's putting work the, in this. The cre- he's just putting work. The creator is writing the script. Okay, so then, then this might be like this might be the shit. Like way better. Like yeah, way okay, might, okay, right, okay, right, okay, right, 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 okay, okay. So, I, I'm <laughs> my interest is shit starting. Yeah, shit's interest. starting to look up, bro. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel here. Okay, so the story will expand Hellboy's world through one of the most beloved issues of the comic series. Comic Hellboy the Crooked Man debuted, de- debuted in July 2008 to correspond with the cinema release of Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. The new film will see Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia. There they discover a small community haunted by witches led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past. The Crooked Man. In the comics, the Crooked Man was an 18th century miser and war profiteer named Jeremiah Witkins, who was hanged for his crimes yet returned from hell as the region's resident devil. Action specialist Millennium bought the rights to Hellboy in 2018, and the company is hoping this reboot can spawn a successful new series of movies after experiencing box office disappointment 
on the 2019 update starring David Harbour. The Crooked Man is a departure from all previous Hellboy films where Mike McNola and the creator of the comics will finally shepherd an, an authentic version of his stories and characters in film form, said Millennium, Millennium Media's president Jeffrey Greenstein, who is at the EFM in Berlin, talking to potential distributors about the project. This is the first in a series of films that will captivate audiences in familiar and new ways. Brian Taylor is an expert across the board, and I couldn't think of a better person to bring this story to life to show our audience this different and original Hellboy slate of films. So they're not even talking about just one Hellboy film, but a Hellboy universe. And so this is interesting. So Millennium, Millennium also put out the last Hellboy film, though, which was you know garbage. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they've learned from their mistakes, and they go, Let's go get the creator. The source material. <laughs> yeah, let's go get the source but that, material. But that takes... See, I have a lot of respect for that. Because you, a lot of these Hollywood executives, the ego on these people, you have no, you have no idea. Right. Like, you know, I, I follow 50 Cent a lot. You know, I, I follow his, his Instagram page and stuff like that. And he talks about how he has to deal with stars. And, you you know, how they treat 58 stars and his, his, you know, his power universe sometimes, you, you, you'd think they weren't the most watched thing on there. Like, literally, they're the most watched thing on there. They have the... the like... They gave a season renewal to a show that wasn't his that has less viewers quicker than one of his shows, and he had made like a huge stink of it on, on, on Instagram. He, as he should have, because it was like that doesn't make any sense. You know, his show got the renewal, but it was like, yeah, it was an up, uphill battle for yeah, it. Yeah, y'all in-house stuff is getting my renewals before the stuff that's making it pop over here. You know what I mean? And right. that's what I'm saying. Like easily, even though that's the, that's the the ego of some of these studio heads, easily. One of those studio heads that made the last, who involved with the last Hellboy could have been like, okay, well, you know, even though my shit didn't work, I don't care. We're not gonna bring in the, we're not gonna bring in the greater. We're gonna just go and try it again. We'll get it right the next time. And so they were like, you know what, man, we fucked up. You know, let's go get the. I don't know if it was the same guys or whatever, but I'm just oh, saying, yeah, yeah. Was, the know, company as a whole was like, you know what? It's a pretty, pretty big choice. Pretty big, you know, it's pretty bigger yeah, than the, the. And that's and that's that's smart. And I can that's showing maturity. <laughs> showing maturity, and I, I can it's something I can respect. Yeah, because like. Because they obviously, okay, like you said, they obviously knew they fucked up. So they're just like, you know what? Why won't we just go get the guy that created this? Why don't we just go get the guy who, you know what I mean? He obviously is the source material for all this. He would understand how to write for Hellboy. He would understand dialogue for Hellboy. He would understand how Hellboy's supposed to, like, you know, react, act, and, you know. And, yeah, so it's, it just boils back to the, the almost like, it, it almost circles back to the conversation we had not so long about the creator of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. You made an entire live action series and he wasn't involved. No, I wasn't involved at all, right? At, at all. Sense. That's fucking crazy. And like, I, and that's I, why you're crash and burn. Exactly. Like, I, I can't lie. I'm not going to front like I was really heavily invested in that live action, but I was, I was down to check it out. That right. shit looked like it, it sucked. Or, it did. It sucked. And so for the creator to come out and be like, "Yeah, that shit sucked. I couldn't even get past ten minutes of it." He wasn't involved at all. That's crazy. It's funny. I, 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 I brought like, up what a risk. A live action? Right. A live action? And you didn't even involve him involved for him? at all? For like any consulting? of it? Consulting? You didn't insult him? Nothing. That's like, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, he that's didn't get a wild. consulting credit? That's crazy. That's fucking wild as shit. I mean? like, yeah, you guys, you guys, you, you kind of crashed and burned on your own fucking volition. It's, it's funny, they're talking about this company, Millennium, who is putting out this Hellboy film. Uh, Millennium, this year, they have another, they, they, they got the rights to Expendables, and they're, they're releasing the new Expendables film. And it's funny, I literally just brought it, I brought a 50 Cent just in passing just because I've thought about it. Is he in he's it? He's in Expendables 4. Oh, uh, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, he's in Expendables 4. So I'm going to, I'm checking, I'm literally only checking that out because 50 Cent. Like, I think I've only seen like the first two Expendables. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen any of them all the way through. Really? Hmm? No, they're not bad. I just, yeah, I just haven't seen them all the way through. That's all. Right. I'm gonna I'm sit down. Yeah, I, I like I like I like action movies. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. especially like you know, the movie, like 
just because like a lot of times I think people too because like I'll like really break down the plot sometimes and like we'll be sitting here we'll debate about narratives and character development and all this type of shit don't think because I do like all this and I like sometimes get hot under the collar about the stuff that I can't just enjoy a silly ass movie like sometimes I just like a movie where the villain makes no sense he's just on some dumb take over the world shit and it's some dude, <laughs> and some dudes and some old guys with muscles gonna take him down yeah. like I'm okay with that so sometimes. some mad old school 80s 70s 80s yeah, 90s shit right I'm there. super like, listen I'm, I love that shit you know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. I can appreciate all aspects of it. Yeah, it was just a time and place for everything. So, right. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Rock. Yeah. That, that's that's how I came to really start to enjoy, like I said, Gotham. When I was like, you know, <laughs> let me not look at it like You're this. Right let now. me not look at this as something that's like I'm building this great narrative. You know, like we're supposed to be building up to this like great right. narrative point. Like, I'm, I was looking at, you know what the problem was when I, when I, start, when I start to understand Gotham? I said, I need to stop looking at this like this is like small feel. Like, because that was the idea. But then I remembered, I'm like, no, no, no. That's what I was taking it as. And I think that's what we as fans were taking it as. We're taking it, this is Smallville for Batman. But right. it wasn't. Yes, it had young Bruce Wayne in it. Yes, it was kind of showing his up, a little bit of his coming up and stuff like that. But it mainly was a Jim Gordon show. And it was in a, in a show where he had to take on all these villains before Batman. So it was essentially an Elseworlds. So when I started looking at it like that, I was like, but I'm just having fun, man. And they like to play with all the mythology and some of it's cool. Some... I really look at uh, Gotham as an R-rated version. Like literally as an R-rated version of Batman 1966. Like with Adam West. <laughs> like I dead ass. Like you tell me there's not, like it couldn't be in the same universe, but just R, it's an R-rated version of it. Yeah. Like it seems like an R-rated parody of that. Yeah, they had some goofy ass moments though, for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. Like the, like the first season, I think, I think was first the season they were seeing like they were trying to yeah they're yeah, trying to be serious, to be serious. yeah yeah and which I, I think they didn't do too bad in the first no. season I I fucked with James Gordon one man against the world kind of vibe you know mm-hmm. what I mean it was everything after that they gave him that weird goofy Justin Bieber haircut to appeal to the younger crowd or whatever season two was good until the midway point I was I had an issue but the back half was a little bit strong I like I like I like Gotham I think the weakest season is. <sighs> Probably the last two, probably four or five. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get that far, so I won't even. I can't even really talk on it too much. I just go based off of what people talk about. And the last is it. just it's soap opera. Like it's, they just don't give a fuck. They just do whatever. People, <laughs> people just writing right. Yeah, just casting the cast, losing it. Memory, memory wipes, and you know, and you know, they had Bane's dad and all this other shit. I just like you know what I don't even care. The the Cobra guy? No, he was literally like so. He was like. He was like Bane, but he was like before Bane. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, he was just like so. He was <laughs> Bane just, was just Bane Junior. He like did they call him Bane? In the, his suit was pretty fucking dope. I had people were like, "What the fuck?" But it actually did look kind of cool. <laughs> like it actually did look kind of cool. Like, he was a better Bane than like um, Tom Hardy. <laughs> nah, I won't say no, that. he's still like Boston Breaker or Face Ass. Yeah, he's still <laughs> like that shit. Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You think darkness is your ally? Like, no. <sighs> you flicker the light when you're scared. I don't know who was a better Bane. They're both pretty bad Banes, but like I marinate in the darkness. <laughs> Face ass. Like he this was, motherfucker. He was like, fun. He was. He was fun. He, he was fun. The Hardy. Yeah, no. The, oh, the the Gotham yeah. Bane. They're both. I like Tom Hardy's Bane. I like his Bane. I just don't like it as Bane. If that makes sense. Like, I don't like... Like, him. had he been his own original villain, you would have been okay with it? Yes. Like, I like him Me as... Me too. I like him as the the character that he plays in Dark Knight Rises. 
I actually like it. I love. I like that character up until the twist that he's like just the fucking servant Tayagu. And I'm like, okay, that takes away a lot from him. But it took a lot. Yeah, it, t- it literally took away a lot from him. It's like, what? Like he's not even in charge of this thing. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? So that took away. All because he was in love with her. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like that's really. Wild. No wonder he was so mad at Batman. Batman piped this bitch. Yeah, it's like Bane's is a total. So he's like just like a ninja cuck. Like <laughs> okay. Like, okay. And not even a really good ninja. He can't sneak up on nobody. This big ass motherfucker. Yeah, right. It was a fucking, fucking permanent inhaler in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, shut like, up. Like, <laughs> you're a fucking clown. Like, you're not even yeah. Bane. You're not even Bane. Yeah, like, nothing about him. You're was not Bane. even a child of Rajah Ghoul, dude. Yeah, shut like, up. nothing. Nothing about shut you is special. You're just a fucking guy that, yeah. for some reason, never got a tan inside of that fucking, like, desert hole in the middle yeah. of nowhere. So I just, yeah. You know, he was cool up until that point. I think, in terms of the story. Maybe Gotham's Bane was a little cooler. I don't know. Since we're on the subject, how the, what the fuck was the mask for in that fucking movie? Because, like, they said that they tore about his fucking face and shit. Right, in the mask. So, in this version, um, I remember the behind the scenes. It was, like, so, because, you know, Christian Williams was, like, trying to go for, like, a realistic thing. So, it didn't give him strength. It was, like, a painkiller. It was, like, a, it was, like, because his face was, like, in constant pain. So, like, it was, like, the it was shooting these, like, fumes that would, like, you know, dwell, they dull his pain. Okay, because I was about to say, because I know that shit's not just to help that, him that's breathe. Why, that's that don't why, make no fucking no, sense. No, so that's like, why when Batman cut one of the pipes, it's like he started like crying his face. His face started it was like uh, agony and shit. Okay, I you see. That, see, yeah, it shouldn't have done no behind the scenes shit. Should have actually like elaborated on that a little bit more in the movie. Because like I seen that movie a couple times, and it's the first time I'm learning yeah. about the painkiller. Chris, Chris Miller was trying to get to Interstellar, man. He, Chris Miller, <laughs> didn't want to do that fucking movie. You could tell. You can tell you wouldn't do that shit. But love Interstellar, though. <laughs> I love Interstellar, though. Let's... Listen, we got it. We, we got this, this going, this going. This might take us a whole nother hour. <laughs> but we we got to get to this shit. We got to talk What's about next, this bro? What shit. What's next, bro? What you got? We haven't talked about this since it happened. I don't even know if we really even talked about it. We might have mentioned it in We past. talked about a little bit after the work. Like, uh, like little, little, right. little things so, that came uh, out here and there. Uh, right? uh, Go uh, ahead. Uh, tell, uh, tell the people what we're talking about right now. We're going to talk about um, Alec Baldwin. Bastard. And we're going to talk... We're going to talk about Alec Baldwin and his film, Russ. If you're not familiar with the situation with Alec Baldwin, um, about, was it a year ago now, maybe? At this point, about um, a year about ago? About a year ago now, um, Alec Baldwin was... His reckless fuck. Was, um, filming, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, he was filming a movie in which he is one of the producers, when she was one of the main... Way to lick his own ass crack. In which he's one of the, one of the main producers, and he is starring in a movie called Rust, in which an accident happened on the set, in which he was testing a gun... What apparently uh, a prop? Apparently, gun. apparently a prop gun, he believed had no bullets in it. In which a um, another uh, individual on the film that worked on the film, I, I, I wish I could remember this um, woman's name right now. I'm sorry, I'm not prepared in that aspect. I apologize. Um, but he ended up killing this young lady um, accidentally, uh, or you know, allegedly accidentally, uh, and. Recently, he was charged. He was charged, which you know some people feel differently about that. I want to pull up the exact charge. Let's pull up the exact charge. I think. I, I think you can go pull it up anyways. But I think it was involuntary manslaughter. Is it, is it involuntary I think. manslaughter. And I know a lot of people were. So let me we'll keep talking about where you're looking that up. A lot of people were surprised that he was getting charged. See, not a lot of people know how things work, right? Well, this is. They funny. thought. They this thought is, because this is, this is funny. This is interesting because I don't. Before you say that, I just literally just hit. A day ago, and it's been updated an hour ago. 
that his uh, hold on one second. I just wanted to load all the way. It says it's from CBS News. Alec Baldwin no longer facing fire firearm enhancement in manslaughter charge. Prosecutors in New Mexico have dropped a firearm enhancement from one. So he still faces the manslaughter charges, but it's one of the enhancements that's been dropped. It's just it, before you got into this, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. So a lot of people were surprised that he was even getting charged. Period, because they thought that a lot of people don't know how the how fucking life works, right? They thought because the husband of this of this you know unfortunate woman. Uh, and Alec Baldwin came to an agreement to settle out of court. Right. So they would get, from what I remember, and what that's I, for a civil suit. Yeah, nothing to do with that's exact legal suit. It's yeah, nothing to do right. with legal shit. People were and people were super fucking confused about that. But it's just like civil suit, state suit, you know, and uh, legal shit. It's completely fucking different. You right. know what I mean? He decided not to press, not to pursue legal action against Alec Baldwin right. in exchange for I think it was like a uh, fat chunk of change from this movie from this movie yeah 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 that'd be coming yeah that's what okay so that's why he was okay with it because it was gonna get a fat chunk of change from this right so everybody thought shit was sweet and easy and clear but it's just like no 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 he actually killed him I don't know that family I don't know that husband and I didn't know that lady who died but he ain't gonna lie her husband husband trying to sound like a sucker it's just my opinion. Unless he, unless he isn't a fucking retard like a lot of these people are, and knows that just because he settled outside of the law, don't mean he's not gonna go to jail or you know have to face time. Unless he was like thinking long, long term, okay. or he could be a piece of shit too. Who the fuck yeah. knows, right? Yeah, he's trying to monetize off his wife's right. death. Who knows, right? But the point is, a lot of people were confused. I remember seeing it like all over fucking social media. A lot of in the comment sections, you were just like, "Wait, I thought they settled." Like, yeah, okay, cool. But the legal yeah, part right. of it. The state's still gonna go after him for fucking killing somebody. Not just in right. The state's gonna go after him for that. And then when you look into deeper to the behind the scenes of this production, there was like a bunch of shit going correct. on, right? There was yeah, a bunch of all safety hazards and shit. Bunch of safety hazards leading up to this death, and there was a bunch of there's people getting injured and heavily injured leading up to this death. It's like so inhumane working like com- environment and correct. shit, right? And there were a lot of complaints about this film leading up to this tragedy. So it wasn't like this old out of the blue thing. So I think that's why they're investigating um, so the, the the weapons master or the prop master or whatever. She's also getting uh she's also getting charged with something. It has to be. Yeah. Because some people some people are saying like he shouldn't be getting charged. Just the prop master should be getting charged. That's some people saying that. But my thing with that is like I don't know because like he's one of the producers of the film. He should have known. Yeah, he should be. He should be on top of those things. Yeah. And plus, all these accidents happening. You telling me you ain't know nothing about this? This was this girl's like first and gig. And you're not supposed to. And hold on. And you're not supposed to point the gun at nobody in when you're actually shooting the scene in film. People don't know that because they just watch movies. They think that you, you're not really actually supposed to point a gun at somebody like directly at them. Like, you, you know, you do that in camera angles and stuff like that. Like you're not supposed to point a loaded gun at somebody. Also, you're never supposed to actually pull the trigger. And according to Alec Baldwin, swears up and down that he didn't pull the trigger. Listen, the law enforcement says it's impossible for this weapon to have gone off unless he pulled the trigger. So somebody lying. Right. But I'm just saying that the 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 the, 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 the specialists on this shit, <laughs> you know, the people who do this shit, they say it's impossible. So I don't know, Alec Baldwin, that could be your ass. And that that girl I was telling you about, she uh, this was like her first gig, dog. Who's? The girl, the weapons master, or whatever. Though. So they might have been cutting corners. They cutting. They they All they they. All kinds they, of corners. Are. She and apparently, if I I heard on I heard on the radio, I heard on the radio. I don't know how true this was, obviously, because I didn't actually confirm myself. But I heard on the radio that that girl doesn't actually have like a weapons master uh, certification. She didn't go to school for any of this. She apparently like almost like grandfathered inherited in her dad. Her dad. Her dad has been in bigger movies doing shit, and her dad got her this gig. So we got. 
cutting corners and we got nepotism. Nepotism like a motherfucker, yep. Oh, Alec Baldwin. Yes, sir. Your ass going to jail, Alec Baldwin. Listen, Alec Baldwin is no longer... Fa- this isn't in the news we were talking about, but this just came up. Alec Baldwin is no longer facing firearm enhancement and manslaughter charges, prosecutor says. Prosecutors in New Mexico have dropped the firearm enhancement for one of the, from one of the manslaughter charges against actor and producer Alec Baldwin, officials announced Monday. Baldwin still still faces two charges of involuntary manslaughter in the deadly shooting on the set of his Western film Rust in 2021. With the firearm enhancement, Baldwin could have faced a mandatory a mandatory five-year sentence if he was convicted of the deaths of the film cinematographer Helena Hutchins. That is the young lady's name. Baldwin was holding a gun during a rehearsal when it discharged, killing Hutchins and wounding director Joel Souza. Baldwin has said he didn't pull the gun's trigger. Prosecutors said the, wop- the weapon couldn't fire without the trigger being pressed. But here's the thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of what I had on the list here. Alec Baldwin's, <laughs> this is from the Hollywood Report. Alec Baldwin's rust to resume filled filming with, with new and old crew members. Oh, hell no. Producers claim. Whose dick he had to suck to get this to get you know to get the green light, dog? This would. This How is the state not just shutting this down at this point? Let me read this real quick. This, this shit is crazy because I was reading more in this. So just just this is the first line of an article. A documentary. This is like right below the title. A documentary on the life and work of Helena Hutchins. That's the the young lady who Alec Baldwin was killed. The cinematographer fatally shot on the film set will also. They're making a documentary about her life. That cinematography, that uh, uh, documentary will also start shooting with the full support of the production and Hutchkin's widower, her husband. Rust, <laughs> Rust will resume I told filming. told you the fat chuck uh, and change. Though. Rust will resume filming this spring with a mix of new and old crew members, including embattled star and producer Alec Baldwin. Can you imagine, like, coming back to the set to work with this dude after he killed one of your co-workers? Nah, bro. I'm not coming that. back to work with this crazy motherfucker and then he got to use guns again and we got to do this scene again. I don't go to work and my ankle hurts. I ain't going to work this motherfucker. Somebody <laughs> shot somebody there. Yeah, an accident. Oh, fuck out of here with all that. The plans from the production to finish the film come amid the prosecution of Baldwin for manslaughter. Multiple lawsuits from former members of the crew against the movie's producer and an investigation into alleged systemic safety issues on set. Bianca Klein will join the film as its cinematographer in Helena Hutchins' Steed. Good luck. God, God bless you. Uh, good, <laughs> good luck. Good <laughs> luck. A documentary on Hutchins' life, including her. <laughs> this, these motherfuckers nasty, man. A documentary on Hutchins' life, including her work on Rust. <laughs> uh, so we're going to see the scene. Oh, no. Spearheaded by director Rachel Mason. And pr- you know, because they're probably going to have it like, you know, this is the last great thing she wanted to make happen. And we're doing this for Helena. That's Get why, the fuck that's out why of we here. finished it. No, you killed that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You think, you think we're going to see in that docuseries a reenactment of the fucking uh, nah, shot? Nah, that's wild. That'd be some dark shit, dog. That's wild. You're not like, like how uh, like, uh, Dateline do that shit? How they do the reenactments and shit? <laughs> The gun just went off, like, like, and they show Alec Baldwin like talking from his jail cell and shit. Yeah, like, oh man! <laughs> like we, it's just the series starts off with this poor lady falling in slow motion with a gun wound, gunshot wound in her chest, or something. Yeah. 
And then it's just, just like 13 hours early. Yeah, really? <laughs> like, no, I mean, we need to chill out there, man. <laughs> chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about to go in. That was about to go in. Nah, rest in peace is good. We're on, no, real talk. We're, we're only trying talk. to make light of a really bad situation. <laughs> right. that, that's all we're trying right. to do. There's no disrespect right. to her or her family. Obviously, what happened was a fucking... You know how, you know how it opened. She was a... She was a, she was a you know, the, the, the narrator. She was, a, she was a, an incredible cinematographer. A loving mother. Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Her, her husband gonna meet, remarry this year. Watch somebody from the from, from new from the set. Yeah, uh-huh. you gonna fall in love with somebody there. Watch, motherfucker, man. Well, you gonna find out some shit. We talking shit. He probably a really good guy for all the fuck. Yeah, 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 we don't know. God yeah, we don't know. Yeah, God God but I hope it's not that that shit. But if it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, all man. about the money, huh? Jesus, some shit. Man. We gonna find out some foul shit. Nah. They gonna keep investigating. Find out they 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 made this movie to kill this lady. Oh my god! Holy, <laughs> 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 he was dating the fucking well, weapons master girl or something, and they orchestrated this shit. Oh my god! What a twist! Rust is an anagram for some shit <laughs> in the past. So shout out, trust. It's the name of the street that him and his mistress meet up on or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! Ah, oh, that'd be some foul shit, though. Oh, my God. Nah, but for real, though, like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. Like, who's, for real, who's, who's Schmeet? Alec Baldwin had a suck on to get this fucking thing oh back up and God. running, bro. That's some, that's some crazy shit. So, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let me see here. Where was our last We one? said no disrespect and then spent, like, five minutes just yeah, cranking on so this shit. Doc- <laughs> Oh, no, no. We're not bad people, guys. A documentary on Hutchkin's life, including her work on Rust, spearheaded by director Rachel Mason and producer Julie Metz, will also commence shooting with the full support of the production and Halita Hutchkin's husband, Matthew Hutchkins, who will serve as an executive producer on both titles. So he will be getting royalty checks on both of those. Now, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Both Mason and Metz were close friends with Alina and they look forward to working with the production to honor their friend and show the brilliance and depth of Alina's talent while conveying what her loss has meant to her friends, colleagues, and the entire film industry, said Rust Movie Productions. <laughs> Stay with a minute. Oh my God. Y'all gotta change the name of this shit. You can't have the fucking production company be named after the... I understand that's the first movie y'all love. Okay, we're gonna name it after our first movie that we start off with. You gotta change that shit now. It's got a bad... You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would be like the the fucking company that made the crow, like you know they you know they, j- fucking uh, Jason 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 uh, Lee. Lee right? Jason, yeah. I said Jason Lee. What the fuck? Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Jason Lee is the blogging motherfucker. Excuse right. me. Yeah, my bad. Brandon Lee. Excuse me. Brandon Lee. Rest in peace to him. He died on that on that film set in a crazy in a crazy fucking. That's why we have so many different um, like rules and laws so this shit can't happen that was like 20 30 years ago and now we had this shit happen on rust right. that's why it's, that's why it's unacceptable because we have so many things put into place because of that brandon lee situation but it would be like it would be like the production company but that just naming themselves the crow <laughs> you know crow production after they fucking damn i don't want to work with you motherfuckers that right. the crow production not kill <laughs> people die working with y'all right. fuck all that yeah, no. fuck that noise murder crows you know? <laughs> Murder crows. <laughs> Some murder crows out here. Oh my god! But uh, man, 
Damn, there's more? Yeah, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, hell no. Okay. Okay, so... Whatever. The movie, the movie, so the movie we continue to be made with the Huskins family's blessings and Helena Huskins' uh, salary uh, from the movie will be donated to charity. Why the fuck you gonna donate my wife's salary to charity? What the fuck you? What, what, what you trying to? They had to have did that with his permission, though, right? The, man, you, had to, right? There's what, no way. What type of fuck? Why the fuck? That don't make no sense. Why the fuck you want to donate my wife's salary? What kind of charity? Stop the gun violence. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want to donate my wife? Who got who got shot? Like where the, the whole salary to stop the gun? Why not Alec Baldwin's salary? Yeah, right. Why not his salary? Bitch getting paid for two positions. He's starring and producing. I, you know why? Because Alec Baldwin's salary going to this motherfucking case. That's why yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to them lawyers. Going to them cases, that one. Nah, that, that's ugly as fuck. Nah, 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 nah. That's why they resume the movie so you can fight this game. Man, fuck all that. Put it into a fucking fund for your daughter to go to college, dog, or go to whatever mm. school, technical school, Alec Baldwin, art school. Alec Baldwin should send all all that lady. If she, I don't know how many kids she had, but I think it was, I think just one daughter. I think. Okay, well, he should send that girl to college. Anything she want to do, Alec Baldwin pay for her first car, her wedding, everything. You know what I'm saying? Kill that girl, mom. I'm just saying. <laughs> or that much, at least. That's I'm crazy. just saying. Like, I mean, like, you literally, literally, I understand it was an accident. You say it was an accident, allegedly, whatever. But you literally killed this girl, boy. You could do some shit for her. Vin yeah, Diesel, got the money. Vin Diesel do all that shit for Paul Walker, dog. Oh, my God. He, he don't <laughs> he let that did, man. He ain't kill Paul. He did shit, <laughs> he shit Paul. He ain't kill Paul. He did shit to Paul Walker. Yeah, man, love Paul. Like, shit, you wouldn't think he did shit. Nah, he, he ain't kill Paul, dog. He be doing all kinds of shit for this you man's family, dog. You feel what I'm dog. saying? You feel what I'm saying? Holding it down. So this shit you can do. <laughs> that's the least. That's the least you can do. It's the fucking least you can do. The least right? you can do, Alec Ball. Jesus, man. <laughs> Let's get to some some, yeah, some, some positive shit. shit. Yeah, some yeah, positive yeah, yeah. Some shit, good man. shit. Let's get some shit from my childhood real quick. Oh, yeah. I saw this news Teenage earlier. That too. And, and fucking... Our fucking Capcom childhood with Street Hadouken. Fighter. Hadouken. Yeah. Hey, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And when you hit that bitch, when you hit that fucking analog stick, you twist that bitch, and he hit him with that double combo. Right, 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 Yo, Wilson. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that shit. What? I love that shit. What? Oh, Marvel's Capcom 2. Oh, that shit was fire. I'm going to take you for a ride. Remember that shit? Yeah. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be my shit. Yeah, bro. That's just crazy, bro. Well, video video game you know, music used to hit, though. Hell yeah. They, they, they don't do it so much like that no nah, more, but it used to hit. It used yeah, to hit. Yeah, they don't got it like it used to be. Especially fight games. They oh, ain't, yeah. They ain't like it used to be. Nah, right. They ain't like it used to be, man. But we getting a, uh, another Teenage Mutant Turtles uh, crossover comic book, this time with Street Fighter. Woo. I think that's an awesome crossover. Uh, we've seen te- uh, teen- Teenage Mutant Turtles uh, crossover with Batman. With the Power Rangers. With the Power Rangers. Now, somebody else, too. Somebody else. Who else they crossover with? Somebody mm. else they crossover with. I can't quite remember. Uh, it'll come back to me. Yeah, it, it, I, it, I know what you're saying. I don't. I just can't picture yeah, who or what. They crossover with someone else. But now they're crossing over with Street Fighter. I think that's perfect. I think that really fits well into, you know, the two realms really fit together really nicely. Right. I wonder if we get to see something where it's like, you know, they go into the Street Fighter realm. They get to learn how to use them techniques. I just want to see Raphael. He'll do it again. You know what uh-huh, I okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or Mikey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, even Leonardo. It'll probably be Leonardo or some shit like that. But that would be cool, man, just to see them, like, learn them different moves and stuff like that. All right. 
you know. That yeah, I wouldn't cool. mind that shit. They're pretty cool. Oh, but what, what if Street Fighter comes to their world? That too. Yeah, you know what I mean, that'd yeah. be pretty cool to see the the Street Fighter gang versus you know the the Foot Clan. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah, Ken and Ryu whooping through the Foot Clan. Yeah, Ken and Ryu versus Shredder. Yeah, that shit would be hard. Yeah, they go hard. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm definitely, definitely go I'm hard. Definitely checking about it. Yeah, yeah. hopefully they do like you know, they they ended up doing the TMNT you know movie with Batman. Maybe they did that we could get something like that at some point. I know those are two different companies or whatever, but we get. Yeah, we're doing a crossover. Yeah, we might as well go the right, extra fucking mile. Yeah. Right, right. Give us an animated yeah. movie as well. There's a crossover like I said. I got in my head. I want. I want to do for. If I want to do, I want. I think I want mangas to start doing this crossover. Yeah, even when it's like because like manga hasn't like been around like long enough to where like we're getting different versions of it. And what I mean by that is like I was having a discussion with somebody before. I think I had a discussion with you before. Where I said like. I, I actually I said well, what, even though we've seen we've seen animes have like reboots mm-hmm. but we've never really seen like mangas have like full on reboots like where it's like and I said the first one we'll probably see do it is like Dragon Ball where it's like they literally start the story over from the beginning and it's like a new version of the original story like it's like in Dragon Balls again it's like it's the beginning and they they tried to do that remember it with Path to Power right in like 1996 it obviously didn't they didn't end up making sequels to that but like that was kind of like the intention like manga hasn't necessarily you don't see like a lot of like non-canon stories with manga or Elseworlds stories like you don't see like <clears throat> Elseworlds like Dragon Ball Z story you know I mean they, now they have Dragon Ball heroes and stuff like that that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying like it's Dragon Ball because it's been like so long and it's become popular and so mainstream that it's like now you're seeing it take on these different types of things like multiverse and different versions of right. things we've already seen right. I think I want to see manga kind of do that because then we can get to the point where it's like we have, you know, dragon like a a, a Dragon Ball, uh, you know, uh, fucking. I don't want to give away the one that I want to do, <laughs> but you do like a Dragon Ball One Piece. That's not the one I want to do, but you do like a Dragon Ball One Piece manga or something like that. That's kind of non-canon, but like can play into both the worlds or something like that. And like it's an event comic or it's an event manga similar to having these event comics where like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right. where it's like this crossover. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Dragon Ball with Street Fighter? Or could you imagine, like, the one that I want to see, and I don't, you know what, fuck it, I don't care if anybody, you know, they may not do it, but you heard it here first, okay? Me, personally, I see Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho. Now, I'm not going to tell you the time period that I'm... I could have probably just guessed that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell you the time period Choice in manga. The time periods that I would do it, and I'm not going to tell you that, but I would take two specific time periods of Yu Yu Hakusho and have them cross over uh, during that time in, like, a non-canon, whatever, event-type story. I think that would be lit. Like, that would be lit. That would be lit. But yeah, man. I- I'm definitely going to check out this, this Street Fighter versus TMNT. Definitely going to check that out. Good shit. Definitely going to check that out. Good shit. My, speaking of the crossover thing, right? So, like, my, my only issue with, with like... I, I, don't, I don't... I wouldn't mind more mangoes doing crossover, but I think what I'm about to say now is probably part of the reason why they don't actually do it either. I don't know which side would agree to like be the lower power structure of the two. Oh, you see okay. what I'm saying? It's it's, it's oh, okay. It's the whole like who wins in a fight thing, like with Stanley. Kind of, kind of. Stanley. You see like, what I'm saying? Wins, but which studio is going to be wanting to to have their character on, like, second best? It depends best. on whose world is, it, it takes place. Who's gonna? Agree? You see what I'm saying? Who, who would really agree? Like DC Comics has all these characters under their banner. Right. See what I'm saying? So they can you know ultimately be like, yeah, go ahead, just go go crazy. 
But then now you got like, yeah, I mean, you got like the studio that owns Naruto, you got the studio that owns Dragon Ball Z, you got the studio that owns Yu Yu Hakusho. You see what I'm saying? So who's who's gonna want to be like, look second best or second fiddle? You see what I'm saying? Who's gonna want to do that? Who takes the? Um, yeah, not like, not the, the L, the, but not, like you know the wrestling term where it's like where they call it the guy who who loses. I forgot what it's called exactly. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're talking yeah, about. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because you know, I mean, obviously, like they're scripted. both the protagonists. There you go. Who's going like, to take the scripted like, loss, right? Yes. So, like, you see, what I'm saying. Uh, so DC and Marvel could could do what they want like that because it, it that falls under what Stanley was saying. It's whoever the fuck's writing it, right? You could also do it in a way to where like nobody takes the loss. Like, for instance, like if I did my Dragon Ball Yu Yu Hakusho thing, I would do it in a in a, in a place where like. You know, there is a battle. You obviously get... you got to give the fans what they want, right? you got to give them Yusuke versus Goku. you got to give them this character versus that character. But I think that doesn't have to be, like, the plot of it. You know, there always has to be, like, another... Thing. No, no, right. Because then what's the point of the fuck? It might so be a you, versus versus so more of a crossover. You, what you do is, like, you don't disrespect either by, like, leaving it at a standstill. You give them both, like, great moments. But, like, how I would do this... Like, okay, I'll go ahead and say this. Like, how I would do a Dragon Ball Yu Hakusho crossover is that I would do it in the time period... Uh, where Goku is a teenager, not not the te- not time period where he's like short in like you know in Dragon Ball, the time period where he looks like adult Goku, but he's still a kid, like he's still a teenager, but he's like taller. He looks more like like Dragon Ball Z Goku, but he's still a teenager. I would do it in that era and then have him go up against Yusuke in about the um po- in the post Dark Tournament era, but before Sensui. Yeah, you know I mean? and I mm. think those two like could match up strength wise. Like even you know so maybe even at that point maybe Yusuke could be a little bit stronger, which could be like be fun to see like Goku kind of struggle with that version of Yusuke and stuff like that. I would do it like that to where it could be like more on the similar power scales, and then you know have an enemy to where like they could both face and stuff like that. You have a good battle between them, but then like kind of get stopped or whatever, and that that sort of thing. And I think, and I think that's that's another hurdle that this would be another hurdle that that the studios would have to like. I could see them going to like war with each other to try to figure out like the power scaling, ah. sort of power scaling, yeah. Because like you know what I mean, like you got you got Dragon Ball Z that you know the Dragon Ball Z characters Z and up right to Super to GT Dragon whatever. Ball. Okay, but but just I'm talking Dragon Ball Z now, right? Like these motherfuckers can literally shoot through the moon and through planets. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's what I'm saying. I said I would set the story for me personally. I would set the if it was to be Yu Yu Hakusho and it was to be Dragon Ball. I would set the story before we got to all that kind of to where we, before we got to them punching through the movement and all that stuff. Okay, so then let me just let me take Dragon Ball Z out of the equation then. So you have like okay, let's call it uh, okay. So Naruto and One Piece. Yeah, the power skin doesn't like I know it, it matters within the context of of the individual shows, but like when you do a crossover, the power skin don't it don't necessarily like. I know it's annoying sometimes, but it don't necessarily matter. No, I, I feel like you're looking at it from a comic standpoint because, like, they got all these characters that do exist in one world, so you can write Superman to be, like, maybe scaled down a little bit in, like, a Batman comic, but then, like, in his own, he's moving planets. This isn't, this wouldn't be the same. These are literally two universes in on their own. They don't That's necessarily, what I mean. you know but what I mean? When you take, but they've done, right, when they've done Amalgam, for instance, with Marvel and, and or, or when they did Justice League versus Avengers. Marvel versus, they did like three or four different Marvel DC events in the past. I gotta read those two, by the way. But like, you know, they had Superman beat Hulk. And well, shit, in, in the first one, they had Batman beat Hulk. And then, you know, the second one, they had, you know, Superman beat Hulk and stuff like that. Like, and then in another, in, 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 in his comic, in Hulk comic book, we see Hulk become like Worldbreaker Hulk and stuff like that. They add that on to it later on. Like, but 
in, in that specific book, you know, he can't, he doesn't have access to those abilities or whatever. You know, whether they introduced them or whatever, it doesn't matter. Superman, in some books, he could, you know, literally split the universe in half. But in that book, you know, the Hulk punches him, he bleeds. It's just like, it's what works for that story. Like, the power scaling, like, when you do a story like that, you kind of have to let it go. Otherwise, you'll drive yourself crazy. I'm just speaking this and, and that's And I think that's why they don't do these matchups. Because it's just like, a lot of these powers kind of like not aren't def- they they don't define the character but they are signature moves and signature powers you know what i'm saying so like it's a it's a little easier to be like okay superman obviously is not a killer he's not going to sit here and use his full world breaker punch on someone he knows is a human or a humanoid or even right. you see what i'm saying but then like we'll see him fight against dark side and go ham right right so that's a little easier to like you know to to, to sell whereas like we're you're going to convince me naruto's not going to rasengan like roni kenshin in the face but, when uh, when all he really does is Rasengan, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, how, why okay, wouldn't he? You see, you see what I'm saying? So it'd be kind of harder to sell, and I don't think I don't think either party's gonna want to use like their 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 key character like that. Now maybe I wouldn't put those two together. I, this right? is just just an example of what, what yeah, saying. just an example of what I mean. Like, I get what you're he, saying. but that's what that and that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to maybe set them through like a certain a specific time period. Like, if you do Naruto, like you did Naruto versus you, Naruto versus you, Hakusho would be fun. Like, I would either have. Either have Yusuke fall into the world of Naruto or have Naruto fall into the world of Yusuke. Whichever one. Either one of those would be fun. I don't think you could do both. I don't think you could bring the entire full cast of Naruto because it would be too much. But, like, if you just brought Naruto or Team 7 over, something like that, right? Team 7 falls into, like, 1990s Japan. That would be fucking crazy. You know, you have them at a certain power level, but, like, not to where... I mean, if they're still Team 7 and it has Sasuke on it, then it's pre Shippuden anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you kept it something like that, the power, even if he has rising on the power scales, aren't going to be like planetary destruction level to where you can still have him on par with these Yu Hakusho characters. Even though sometimes Yu Hakusho got like not planetary destruction, but maybe mountain destruction. You know what I'm saying? They got they got breaking the dimension destruction power sometimes. But I just think that that it just depends on like how you tell the story. Like it depends on how you tell the story. If you tell it like from like. From the last point of where we left off with us, you know, having the maxed out powers of Naruto and the maxed out, I think that that makes it difficult. But if you tell the story to where you can match these up, you know what I'm saying, scale wise, then I think you, I think people don't worry about the power scale. But then again, wait, I just want to say this too. Here's another example where the power scale again. Sometimes it really doesn't matter. Like watching Power Rangers, seeing all the shit the Power Rangers can do. Do we really think the the, team, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles could fuck with the Power Rangers? No. <laughs> like, they shouldn't be able to at all. But we did in the comic book, they're fighting each other. And it's just, just the fun of it. Like, I don't... If we think about it too hard, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the point where it's like, this makes no sense. But, again, if we think about it too, too hard, we'll, we'll, we'll stop having fun. So, I just think we got to just let our minds just... just be free and, just, and like I said, I think that works for like American comics, but I don't, I don't think you don't these, think it works with manga. I don't think they, the everyone that owns the people that own these characters, studios that own these characters right. over there. I you don't, don't think, think they're, they're ready for that. Type no, of thing. I don't think they're ready to take the the L's that would probably what they would see as L's to do this. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, that, that 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 was my point. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you see, look at the video games. You know what I mean? Everybody's power, ultimate fucking attack, no matter how planetary devastation it is, only takes like this much away. Right, we can all still fight. We yeah, still, I mean, everybody yeah, can still fight on equal footing. You see what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I don't know if these studios are really prepared to make a story where their like character, key or more or more popular character, is about to like possibly be diminished, watered down, right. or even lose to somebody else's character. Mm. So, 
Yeah. So I, I think that's probably I, I'm I'm just speculating that's here, but like point. I think I point. think that's probably why we don't see a whole lot of crossover. Then when we do, they're goofy because uh, Dragon Ball Goku, Goku in this Dragon Ball Z ish era had a crossover with One Piece one time, yeah. but it was just like some it was goofy. Like a jokey type. Yeah, it was mad. It was mad goofy and shit. It wasn't really like an actual serious crossover or anything. So I think I think I think like eighty percent of the time these fuckers were eating food. So like, yeah, I would do something. Team Goku interacting with the whole cast of Yu Yu Hakusho is just something that I see in my head. And I won't even take full credit for that idea. Literally, the idea spawned in my head when I saw it. was this TikTok edit I saw of Yu Yu Hakusho. And then it was like, it was, I wish I could find I wish I knew the, like, the usernames I could tell y'all. But like, it was a, to the edit was like Yusuke and Keiko like walking. And then she's like telling him about this kid she saw. He flies on a cloud. And then he was like, Keiko, you didn't see a kid on a cloud and all this type of stuff. And she's like, she was like, I'm t- she was like, I'm telling you, she's like, he's real. And she was like, and um, and he and his um, and he also knows martial arts. His name is Goku. And then the edit, like you know, it starts playing the music, and then you see like a whole bunch of flashes. It's a super dope edit. Like it's an amazing edit, and it's like one of my favorite crossover edits I've ever seen. But that seeing that like spawned that idea in my head where I was like, man, it really would be cool to see a crossover between these two. And you had like, and I was like, how could that work? And I was like. Mm. Teen Goku, because that's a that's a version of Goku that for me I felt like we didn't get enough of. Like we, he comes to the world tournament. He's a teenager now. He's tall as shit. He's got a different design. He looks cool as shit. He likes fighting and shit. He's got new abilities. He fights Piccolo, and then he's like, all right, I gotta go marry Chi Chi. Ride off on this cloud, and then he goes. And you get like I think in the anime you get like one more adventure after that where it's like him and Chi Chi like searching for something, and then like then boom, it goes to Dragon Ball Z. It's a four year time skip. Or whatever I learned on time skip to you, Gohan. He's four, so we just didn't spend enough time with that version of Goku, and I think it would be a unique opportunity to see that version of Goku away from his supporting cast, and then like have him interact with the Yu Yu Hakusho cast. And then I had a, if that if that idea worked, I had an idea for a sequel where you could like take it a little bit further into the future. But yeah, that's what I would do. So I mean, hopefully, I get to do that one day. With the blessing of the creators. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I say. <laughs> with the, I mean, with the blessing of Akira Toriyama and Togashi, oh, together, you know, maybe y'all let me do this thing. Right. And we get and we get Toriyama to drop. <laughs> you know. It'd be kind of rough. That would be rough, man. Yeah. If they got, if they were actually on board and they decided to come out and design it themselves, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah, a, yeah. what a fucking story to tell. Hell yeah. What? Hell yeah. I, mean, I definitely would love to pitch it to them one day. Right. Got to get both of them on board. I think Tagashi's doing better because he was sick. That's not good. Yeah. He's doing these, better. He's doing better. Yeah. I know a lot of these mangakas they be fucking getting like sick like left and fucking right, dog. But you know, like Tagashi, uh, I just re- I realized this recently. I, you know, I knew he created Yu Yu Hakusho, obviously, but Tagashi also uh, created um, uh, Hunter x Hunter, which I I'm going to start today. For the first time. Yes. Oh man. Um, not fond. No, and I'll probably get this girl has been trying to get me into it. I know people who if, they're, if they listen to this this podcast, they're, they're probably gonna give me shit for real. Um, You're not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. No, I tried it. Which I, one? So she says so the girls. She was telling me to check it out. She was like, "There's the 1990s version, the 2011." I had seen some from the 1990s version, and then I saw most of the 2011 version. See, from the animation, I really wanted to check out the 90s version. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, shit. But, I, knowing you, yeah, you're probably best bet is to do the 90s version. She told me don't check that one out. 
she was like, no. No? No, she told me to go for the 2011 version. It's probably more, I was going to say comic. It's probably more manga accurate. Okay. Probably. It's, kind of, it's, probably, it's probably got the, I, I wouldn't know because I didn't actually. Okay, it's probably like the whole uh, was a Full Metal Metal Alchemist, where like Full Metal Alchemist came out, and they did but then after the exact up until a point, it it followed the manga, but then it it sped up and was ahead of the manga before the manga finished, and it went its own direction, and then Full Metal Brotherhood, yeah, that one came out and was like the manga. way more comic or you know manga accurate, manga, yeah. yeah. I watched I watched the Full Metal Brotherhood. That shit was fucking. I think that's literally. That shit was I think fire. that's literally this this situation. Right, it's probably it's probably like that. Uh, there's gonna be parts that, man. I make fun of Aruchimaru a lot for being like oh, a yeah, neighborhood that pedophile. Dude, yeah, that one dude. Yeah, I know so, uh, about. Hasoka, over, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the pink dude. He's all over. Uh, oh, Gagan, bro, yeah. he is fucking weird, dog. That that was so hard to like push and stomach through, dog. <laughs> that was weird. They can't sit here and tell me that this guy is not a fucking like weirdo. Dog. Yeah, I remember he was a weirdo in J Stars too. He was a J-Stars. weirdo in Jump Force, dog. Right. So both of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird, bro. Nah, I, I those parts are getting pushed past, bro. But since speaking of manga, dog, yeah, jump into her, yeah, jump into this board toy. I just, I saw, I have, of course, I haven't been reading it. Yet. All right, so, well, spoilers because the the manga just came out like a day ago, right? right. Okay, so I, obviously spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So you saw how in the very beginning, right, the little flash forward they gave us in the very beginning of Baruto, the manga, even in the anime, right? Right, where you see where you uh, see like a teenage versus Kawaki, yeah, like 16, 17 year old Kawaki and Baruto going at it. Saw the scar, right? The Baruto head. Baruto has a scar across the eye. People were speculating all kinds of shit, right? How he gets it. We finally saw how he gets it. He, okay, so again, guys, spoiler alert. All right, so he's being attacked by Kawaki. Kawaki's on a mission to get rid of anybody and anything that could, could be considered a threat to Naruto because right. he's got this weird son-fatherly obsession with Naruto to the point where, like, he wants to protect him so much that he's willing to destroy Naruto's entire world to keep him safe, right? right? Obviously, that's some ass-backward shit, but the kid's fucking twisted, right? If you saw his backstory, you can see why he's a little twisted, right? So, he's after Baruto. Baruto's fighting him off, fending him off pretty well. Not so bad. All right, but Baruto's, Baruto's fighting on defense, trying to get the kid, the kid to calm down. Like, where you need to relax, right? Kid's like, nope, you either fight me now and kill me or I'm killing you, right? On some Sasuke shit, right? But back to... So, then Sarada finds out what's going on. Sarada, Sasuke's daughter, right? Yeah. So, she jumps in the fray. They tell her not to because they're like, there's no way you can stop him. This kid's on a whole other level. The only one that could probably fight him right now is literally Baruto. And the adults. So I don't listen, obviously, right? So she goes to try to help homie. And she gets in the way. Not not as badly as... she does. It's not a Sakura moment, I wouldn't call it. Because she's out here trying to put in work. Yeah. But, like, she, she does get in the way. And Baruto jumps in the last save second her. to He's save her. And that's how he gets it. She, it. It reminded me of Kakashi when he saved Obito. When they were kids. Okay. And he lost his eye. That's that's what I felt there. Did did Boruto lose the sight in his eye, or did he just get a cut over his eye? I think the eye. I th- he, what's crazy is is that like it's cut, and he can't open the eye because it's cut, right? But mm-hmm. then when when he the consciousness that's inside of his body takes over his body, it opens and it zooms in, and he has an eyeball. But it's the the consciousness's eyeball. It's the that weird Byakugan thing that he's been ah, having since the beginning. So his eye actually might be gone. His eye might be gone, but it's, it might be the conscious. You see what I'm saying? The, my consciousness is using its, the, its moment of Baruto being in pain and, right. and not so focused to take over his body. So we finally see where he gets that scar. Awesome. Does he yet know that Naruto is inside this other dimension? They know. Yeah, everybody knows. And it's... it's check this out. They elaborated on that too. It's not another dimension. Did you see... When 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 Naruto and Sasuke were fight and Baruto were fighting uh, Ishiki, right the the bad guy that was shrinking shit, making shit grow. No, you didn't see when Naruto went Baryon mode. The whole 
The whole red mode, you didn't catch that shit. That shit was I fire. I saw fuck. it, but I didn't like. I wasn't comprehending what was going. On. I wasn't reading the manga. Okay, time. okay. So he was. He can shrink shit, and and that's his powers. Basically, he can shrink shit and make shit grow. Right. So like an atomic level. On an atomic level. Naruto right? is on an ato- atomically been shrunken. Check this out. Check this out. Right. So like he can do that, and there's this, there's this black object. It's it's like a black square cube thing with red outlines that's supposed to be like megatons of weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was using that to hold Naruto down when they were fighting, and Shiki was using that. Kawaki has a Shiki's powers now. So he can actually do the same exact thing. So what he did was he trapped these motherfuckers, hit Hinata and Naruto inside of one of those little cube things. And inside that cube, time and space, none of that exists. So like Naruto, the moment Naruto comes out, it'll feel like not even a minute was like a minute difference. Holy shit. So time doesn't move in there. So they don't go hungry. They don't age. They won't starve. They're not even, I don't even think, I think if I remember right, he said they're not even conscious like that. So they're not like just like sitting in their mind suffering. Mm. So it'll be like the moment he walked in is the moment he walked so, out. So you guys can kill those theories about how Naruto will look when he comes out. He'll yeah. look the fucking, the fucking same. same. If he had to throw a fart, that'll be like a 15-year-old fart he throws the moment Damn, he comes out of that shit. Co- that's going to be heartbreaking when he comes out and sees his kids older and more grizzled mm-hmm. and haven't have lived without him. That's going to be really... See, they're really going to get into the emotional beats into this next um, yeah. half of, of Boruto. He didn't deserve this shit. He didn't deserve this shit. I mean, what did what did Naruto deserve that's happened in his life? All right, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Way to make it dark, but yeah, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. So, so Sasuke showed up like a gangster, though. He put a knife to Kawaki's neck. Okay. And he told him he's like, "Stop now, whatever the fuck you're doing, or I'll kill you." Straight up, just like that, or I'll kill you. He'll do it. Yeah, he'll do it. But he got away. So I mean, by no fault of, of Sasuke's, but like it's you know, so he got away. He got, he got a way to, to be a piece of shit, emo little punk-ass bastard another day. So. Yeah. He's but, an interesting villain, though, because he's not wrong in the sense of no. what he's fighting against, but how he's fighting against It's him. absolutely wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean? It's how he's doing that's wrong. I think he's even, in in some, even though I prefer, I haven't got too, too into Kawaki, but, like, I prefer Sasuke in the sense that, like, it, he's he's right, but not in the sense of, like, morally like it's more so like he's right in the sense of like who wouldn't want fucking vengeance for like their whole fucking family and squad and fucking neighborhood your whole your right hand neighbors your best friends your whole your whole race of people being slaughtered like who the fuck wouldn't be angry about that you gotta walk around with that type of anger and you're just like in the, the level of limps he was willing to go through it was so personal that's what I loved about Sasuke cause a lot of the anime rivals they get so either entangled into the main character or they're entangled into the main plot in some way and then yes they did end up entangling Sasuke into the that, that's why I kind of listen I love Kishimoto but that whole like Ashura Indra thing was a little too much like it was a little bit much it was unnecessary is what it was like I think the whole the the the, the plot of you know the village you know the survival of the village versus the survival of the child and you know the the survival of the village causing the pain of the child that then who then gives that pain back to the village like that was that was like fucking that was the main storyline we didn't need anything we didn't need the the, the, the spirit Asher and Indra inside you know reincarnated that was a little bit too much and that to me that was a way for him to bring Sasuke back into the main you know the plot of everything because Sasuke was like I don't give a fuck what you guys are going. I don't care who you're at war with. I don't care who the bad guy is. I'm going to kill this dude no matter what it takes. 
Like, this is the goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't care what it takes. Nobody's going to stop me. At least of all, Naruto. And, like, with Kawaki, it seems like these guys are the bad guys. Y'all don't seem to get it. These guys got to die. I don't, we don't care who got to die for, for them to die, but they got to die. <laughs> like, you know, it seems like he's got that same type of time, but he's more involved with the main plot because it's about the Otsutsuki. He's, he's more involved with the plot from the jump. So maybe that's where they've kind of like bettered the rival character, essentially. You know what I mean? But that was everything that happened in the, the main? Like, that was it? That was the gist of it. The I gist mean, of it? Yeah, just, I, mean, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and recite the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> people want to sit here and still enjoy it. You know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. Like, I like didn't, that. now listen, I didn't read the new, I was supposed to read it, but I didn't read the new Dragon Ball Superman. We can talk about that in the next Yeah, we'll talk the next, next episode. episode. Next episode yeah. But not just that, but I do want to talk about that. That was me. Oh, okay. I do want to talk about um, Dragon Ball Super in the manga. So the next chapter is supposed to adapt parts of the movie. Okay. Finally, and we're gonna. They say we're gonna see the new Piccolo and the new Gohan looks in the manga Finally. for the first time. So that's gonna be interesting. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I want to see. And remember, you heard it here first. You remember, you heard it here first. John George has told you, and I'm calling it right now. <laughs> we will see Broly in the manga this arc. Put it, I'm, I'm gonna guarantee, it. and we're gonna see. And that's on baby. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's on slime. That, that's how. <laughs> that's how the syrup is the pancakes. This, oh my fucking uh, yeah. yeah! But <laughs> so, like, I, I truthfully believe that because this is where they're fleshing out that storyline that we've seen kind of play out in the movies. I truthfully believe that we are going to see how Broly got the beer his planet we're gonna see him run from the Frieza forest and all that type of stuff and have to hide from Frieza I truthfully believe we're gonna see that I think it would be a totally missed opportunity if we didn't gonna see it. and I got faith in them they've been they've been they've been hitting on all cylinders I wanna know my my big question is I wanna know how strong Go- Gohan is now compared to his dad and Vegeta where does he stand that's what the fuck I wanna know it's an interesting question you know, I think I, I think that they're gonna be like on summer. and Piccolo too. Sorry, it's just the odds that he's stronger than the Saiyans. Kind of like you know they 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 squashed us a bunch. Yeah, but Piccolo just unlocked his ability. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. No, no. I don't, want, I don't a, want to count him out. But I'm more curious about where Gohan stands with his dad and his you know his uncle cousin thing. Okay, yeah. I like I like Gohan. I like Gohan, but I like Gohan like I like that. To me, Gohan's story ended like. You know, not ended, but like in terms of like him being in the, the mix, like I, it's cool to see him in the mix and show up to help and actually be helpful. But like in terms of him, like can he be the strongest character again? And they say he's the strongest. Well, I don't even care. Like, like I'd rather see Piccolo more in the mix. Like that, that to me, like that superhero movie, like that movie was extremely successful because it was Piccolo's movie. You don't, you don't think this movie, like this whole arc that they had going on, not that Gohan was bad, right? Right, but you don't think this arc that they had going on right now is like. Nothing. Obviously, it's not all about Gohan, but you don't think this might have re-shown him how important it is to be part of like the fighting group. Well, that's the you whole know? thing. Like he has, he's continued his training. He's going to be a member of the fighting group. Right, right. He's that's been there for so like the past few arcs, but like he just there's no there's no like him being at the forefront of the story. I just don't. Really no, 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 he doesn't. Not necessarily, but uh, yeah, I mean, like Broly hasn't been the forefront. Since what, like since his actual movie? You know yeah, I mean? that's a huge. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he was alone. He was still stronger than both Goku and Vegeta individually. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's, like, so you said so okay, he, he could still be like you know a fucking menace and be yeah. like you know uh, something of a fucking force to be right. fucking reckoned right, with, right, 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 just right, not right. necessarily be about him. You know. Right. 
he can still stick to his values of he likes he only needs he only wants to fight when he really needs to. Right, right. You know, could he still be uh, integral to the, what's going on? Right. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. But I want to see Piccolo in the mix more. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because Piccolo, you know, Piccolo's through and through. He's still a fucking warrior. He still wants to prove his metal too. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's never changed for him. You know. Right. So I want to see him in the mix more. I would also love a fucking like. Cause I love this. I love this arc where it's like we're getting trunks in. And, and Goten, we're seeing them in different, seeing different characters and seeing them in settings that we haven't seen. Right. Like, it's kind of been like the Goku Vegeta show, like for a bit. And the movie was fun because it was like a Piccolo movie. I would love up an arc where we go old school for a bit and let Piccolo and Goku go on an adventure. Hmm. Like, that'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we haven't seen these two guys go on an adventure in a long time. And now that Piccolo has this new power. You know what I mean? It would be even more interesting to see. And keep them, up now, right? Right to see them team up against. A lot of people forget Piccolo has some mystic powers too, didn't you? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, because where he had like some magic and shit. That he oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then you know, and it's like I want to say what people also forget that he was—he's the original rival to Goku. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? The original big bad. So like Demon King Piccolo. The Demon King Piccolo, Piccolo yeah. Daimo. So he's—he's, he's, yeah, he's that guy, man. He's that guy, and now he's you know, they're, and they're like brothers too. So. Just, I want to see that. I want to see them have an arc together. It's Gohan's daddy. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool Those are daddies, see, dog. It would be cool to see Piccolo and Goku have a, an arc together. And I'll say, like... I think Gohan and Goku, I think, deserve a little little, little time, too. Gohan and Goku would be a cool arc. But I was going to say, like, somebody like you, you wouldn't necessarily, like... Two people you wouldn't necessarily see together. Maybe... Trunks was, and Piccolo? I was, weird. I was gonna say I was either gonna say like Trunks, Goten, and Vegeta, like like he has like you know like like Trunks like Goku. Like Vegeta is struck. It's kind of like, like he's stuck with the kids type of thing. Right. He's just got he's just got Trunks and Goten. What about Goku and his kids? His two kids, his sons. That could be an interesting you know I mean? story as well. Because when was the last time we seen them like all three together? All three together. Yeah, you know I mean, and we all love that iconic you know father son son Kamehameha shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We love that shit. That shit popped off. The world lost their shit. Well, they did Those it became they... special powers in the video games, though. Yeah, yeah, like the it. ultimate abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for sure, they did that manga made it manga canon. Well, yeah. it is manga canon, but it only but, happened once. Yeah, yeah. But you see, what I'm saying like it, it would be raw to see that like play out now, especially now that Goten's a little older, right? Mm-hmm. You know. New haircut and shit, you know. Yeah, so. That could be interesting. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of raw. Give him a little more insight on their daddy. Yeah. yeah. And then vice versa, him a little more insight on his kids and their their interests. I'm not saying you know, oh, we need the daddy daycare of this shit, but it's just you know, I think it'd be pretty cool if like I they think, learned along the way how to be more of a saiyan and he learned how to be more involved in their lives a little. I, what I think would be like super unorthodox, what would be fun as hell, would be Vegeta and his daughter somehow kind of like stranded in space. Because, like, in the recent arc, they've shown that his daughter has, like... She's a, a fucking genius. She's yeah, a proficiency yeah. with computers and oh, stuff Oh, shit, like, like beyond. So, like, it would be interesting to, like, they get trapped. Like, he, I don't know, she activates... They do some, like, GT homage or something where she activates the spaceship and they go out into space and he has to go get his daughter and stuff like that. It's like a one-arc thing or something. And, like, he has to go save her. And it's, like, him versus aliens and, like, trying to save his daughter. And she's, like, hacking into stuff and, like, helping her dad <laughs> in that way and stuff like that. She's it the brain, he's the muscle. Yeah, type yeah that, type, <laughs> that type of thing. They, that type, exactly that type of thing. It would be a fun. That'd be wholesome, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and it'd be something for the Vegeta fans too. <laughs> you know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. That's it though. That's all we got. Man. That's all we got. That's all we got. This oh, this is something cool I saw though. I, all right, um, that's not all we got. That's not up? all we got. I apologize. Nah, go ahead, bro. Do that, There's something. It's not. It's nothing like news. It's news, but I feel like we never talk about anything like positive. Um, 
uh, well, we do talk about things that are positive, but I just want, like, things that are positive, like, you know, like, just, you know, people doing positive things in Hollywood and stuff like that. But I saw this about Tyler Perry, and I was like, I want to talk about it. This was something, just drop it real quick. I saw Tyler Perry is donating $750,000 to keep Atlanta senior citizens in their home. Oh. I saw this a few days ago. That's nice. So, this is from... um, According to Fox 5 Atlanta, uh, Perry's donation to the city of Atlanta is to prevent legacy residents from being <laughs> displaced by so residents who've been in their homes for like generations and stuff. They're, uh, he's stopping them from being displaced by rising property values, which could be a direct result of his own studio success. The Tyler Perry studio owner made his concerns known to Atlanta Mayor Andre, Andre Dickens, then took it a step further with his donation. So I'm, if I remember really, this is um, to pay like these people's like... Uh, their lights, their taxes, water and taxes, shit. Uh, like their house taxes and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, property taxes. Property taxes is what right. I was trying to say, correct. Yeah. So things like that. I just thought that was a cool thing. I saw it. I was like, that that's fucking cool. You know, a lot of times. I mean, you said that and I thought I thought it was like an like a like a retirement home. Old people home. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I, I thought you meant. Say, yeah, it says actually you donated two point seven five million. Oh. Oh, good shit. And it's, so it's the individual residents then? Yeah. Perry's denote uh Perry's uh, donation is expected to pay off all delinquent property taxes for low-income seniors in Atlanta. Uh, currently, more than 300 low-income seniors owe back taxes. Another perk of the donation, property taxes for 100 low-income seniors will be frozen. So that's cool, man. Good shit. Yeah, that's fucking good. Because, <clears throat> I mean, you know, 2 point something million to him is chump changes to him, but, I mean, it's still his, you know? Hell so the yeah. fact that he went out of his way to do that, that's yeah, something. didn't have to do that shit. Nah, he didn't have to do none of that shit. And so that's what I say, like, sometimes it ain't about, like, because a lot of people go, man, you got all that money. Why, he can help everybody, but it ain't about helping everybody. If he help who he can help, and then you help who you can help, and we all just help who we can help, we'll just all be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we all helped a little bit. It's like what I said lot. before, you can't do right by everybody. Hell no. But you can do right by the people oh, okay, you can do right by. You right, see what I'm saying? I remember you brought that up and I was like, huh? But I get what you're saying now because it's more about the intention. It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, can't stretch yourself too thin and you have literally nothing. You have nothing then you can't help people. Correct. You know what I mean? You got to make sure, what do they say? You got to make sure your glass is full before you can, you know, help fill up somebody else's. Correct. Yeah. So. Okay. Now that's everything. Okay, sir. Now, well, I told you already, I don't have anything this week in terms of what's bothering me. You have anything that's bothering you this week? Man, something small, bro. I mentioned it earlier, bro. Go for it. Go for it. Why for I feel it. like, it. why does it feel like when a vacation's coming up, it feels like the whole week or even a couple days before oh, the yeah, vacation you, you this up, yeah. goes, it's just so much more stressful, so much more harder. You're so much more tired. You got like a million things in your head. You feel like everything in your house is going wrong or breaking, you know what I mean? Or your kid's getting sick or your dog's getting hurt or it's, something, it's, you know what I mean? It's the universe saying, you got to earn this vacation. I've earned this vacation. <laughs> you know saying? It's always darkest before the dawn. Nah, but it ain't about earning, bro. Fuck all that. Like, <laughs> How many times, man, earn your vacation? Vacation is vacation. It's just an escape. You know what I mean? You don't have to earn an escape. You just, sometimes you, you need an escape. You know? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, you know. It makes sense. Nah, just need to get that off my chest. Like, anybody else feel that? Y'all, y'all ever go through some shit like that? It ever feel like, like how you said, the universe is stacking shit against me just mm-hmm. to... Just to see if I've earned a vacation that I shouldn't have to earn. We paid already. <laughs> like, is our is our money not good enough? Like Zeus, you know? <laughs> is this how you face me? It's <laughs> fucking screaming and shit at the lightning storm and happening outside and shit in the mountain. Fucking just tearing my shirt off and shit, and just cursing at the sky. Like fuck, oh, bro. Shit, shit sucks. Yeah, man. You're going out of town, man. 
We got this episode is going to drop another. It's an episode before this one that should have dropped by the time you hear this one. And then after this episode, we'll be back with the retro review. Hell yeah. 1992. Yes, sir. The three geeks in a pod crew, John Mayorga, John Georges, we are going to 1992. We're hopping into DeLorean. <laughs> but painted like the Batmobile. Yeah, I was saying, but a lot cooler, <laughs> we, for sure. Yeah, hopping into DeLorean, but painted like the Batmobile from 1966. We're headed to 1992 to watch Batman Returns. Last uh, retro review we did was retro review 1989, where we traveled to 1989, um, and we watched Batman, uh, with starring Michael Keaton. Uh, and Jack Nicholson as Batman the Joker respectively we gave a review on that gave our thoughts on that we talked about how that connected to the comic books how it influenced the genre how it influenced animation and we're going to do the same thing uh, with Batman Returns we're going to do something similar with Batman Returns oh yeah so it's going to be fun we have a special guest star too we have a special guest too bringing a special guest on down we'll introduce them when he arrives hell yeah alright we good I think that's it. All I right. believe that's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck are you doing? You about to hit stop? What was, are you doing? All I did was touch the remote, dog. You about to hit stop. You before, before, you going to hit stop before we... Shameless. Promotion. Promotion. <laughs> Promotion. I knew you had another one in there. All right, man. We got a shameless remote. You was about to hit stop. I can't believe you. Anyway. Shameless promote. You know where I'm at, man. Instagram, SunJG. That's S zero N J G S zero N J G. Very easy to remember. Uh, John George's ninety six on TikTok. Three geeks in a pod on TikTok. That's spelled correctly. Um, uh, give us our Instagram, man. Cause you know it better than me. He's looking it up on his phone. He, so real he, quick, real he quick. in fact does not know it better. Nah, than me. hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now, real quick though, go back, go back. So like. Your your Instagram name. Say it again. It's John George's. Oh, excuse me. My my oh my Instagram. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. It's Sun JG. It's not an O though. It's a zero. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Correct. I remember I typed your name in the other day for something. Man. It didn't come up. It didn't come up. Got scared that I blocked you. So. Nah, I didn't get scared. It's just like all the equipment's at my house. So like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I guess it's one geek until I find a number two. And then you and you find out I've tunneled a tunnel underneath your house like uh, that dude from Shawshank. <laughs> Shawshank. <laughs> right through the poster. Yeah. yeah right through the. <laughs> right through the fucking poster. Right through your fucking kitten poster. Right. Over there. <laughs> now, that is a drawing, sir. <laughs> Everything on the wall is a drawing. But um, all right. So back to our Instagram page, right? The three geeks. It's literally the number three. The mm. word geeks, G E E K S underscore I N A N A underscore pod. All right. It's just it wouldn't let me just do straight three geeks in a pod. It, it wasn't forcing me to put symbols in his bits. Don't know why. I I could have swore it almost let me do it the other day without a problem before we talked about it. But don't know so. why. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. It just, this it week just came into my head when you said this week before I go on vacation, I'm <laughs> gonna drop like two art pieces. Uh, the same shit I've been doing as usual. You know what I mean? Somebody likes and comments in uh, my, you know, my most recent piece. You're up for a random choose. You know I mean, I might choose you. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Of a random watercolor sketch that'll be posted at the end of the week. And then I'm currently working on a post compete piece. It is uh, gonna be Spider Man. And you actually see it over there right now. It's nice. uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like twenty percent done, but I should be able to have that shit done by fucking Friday. Y'all know me, the goat. 
Uh, <laughs> when real, I post it, girl, real, real humble guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is humble? What, what humble pie get me, bro? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing in his life. So I'm tired of that shit. Now, nah, real shit. Go ahead and like and comment on my stuff. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. So I cuss you the fuck out. Uh, it'll be at Young Wolf Art. You know everything's spelled correctly. Three geeks in a pod on Facebook as well. It's also and three correctly. geeks in a pod on Facebook, guys. Uh, that's all I got, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, John George's ninety six on Twitter. I believe that's my Twitter as well. We got to get on Twitter. Like yeah, we gotta get on Twitter. We'll eventually get on Twitter for sure. Yeah, soon as this Elon Musk shit over. Well, we might as well not get on then. Because it's not going to be over anytime soon. Yeah, it is. He said he was going to hand over the reins to somebody else. He was still going to keep it to his, but the CEO shit, he was going to hand over oh, to somebody okay. else. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And plus the whole check mark, the verification shit thing. Mm-hmm. We got to learn how that fucking I got that works, fucking too. song stuck in my head now. Which one? That was, that was. <laughs> Teenage Mutant No Ninja man that what I was like, You said don't know why I was like, Don't know why You know that song You know that song well, Who sings that song It's not Nelly Furtado Is it It's not Nelly Furtado No it's it's. Who sings that song I don't even know what you're saying Don't it? know why You know it's like it's don't, What does the song go Don't know why I didn't come Is that what it is It's not like I know you're gonna fucking laugh Cause you're a fucking I don't know You're 12 but What <laughs> But it's the, the lyrics are I didn't even do anything the, the lyrics are Don't know why I didn't come uh, who sings that song, man? I'm gonna look it up right now. Give me a second. Like on the air? Can I just yes, stop yes, this? No. So don't press so this button don't right now. Press the button at all. So don't, don't press this, this right now. This goes into this one. Don't don't you fucking press that this button, button right here. Don't, no, wait. You're not telling me which button I can't. Don't press. know why I didn't come by Nora Jones. Don't know why I didn't. That song right fucking there. That's, that's the, the song. Why you yelled at me right now for? Tell me you're kidding or child. I didn't even do anything. That's the song that's stuck in my head. Well, how is that what the fuck okay all right. y'all go listen to that song y'all tell me it's, it's not a good that song it'd be, it easily get stuck in your head quickly alright press and stop now alright y'all take it easy I'll see y'all in my when I come back from you know wherever unless the pirates get me